what's up y'all my name is devin stanford this is the good kraken show and it is episode 76 i am joined here today by the one and only the screaming polynesian ernell pearson what's up let's go baby let's go (laughs) who is coming back tomorrow with Ocean Shrine story time. Yes, right. I sure am, baby. We'll be talking about yeah, that yeah. a little bit later. Devin, how you doing, baby? How you doing, dude? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Do you, do you have a good weekend? Good. What'd you do this weekend? Um, I played some video games, and I watched some anime, mm. and mm. um, I uh, heard a ding. <laughs> what if, what if, what does that even mean <laughs> no uh no garrick garrick just joined in the discord hello oh, sir I, I had the i had the thing off oh garrick baby garrick if he's if he's there he might be setting up still uh yeah yeah, yeah we're we're, we're no. expecting oh oh is that oh, is that oh. is he is he coming is he coming i might have there you go oh oh the weather is fucking whack yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, I'm fucking is here. I, I am, uh, I, I am on the wrong side. I'm gonna move things around just really quick. We had, we had to resort, Garrick, to uh, kind of doing like a temporary, like little little setup here. Ooh, put... I figure that was the case, dude. I like rolled. It was like I was ten minutes from my house, and then I just, we, I literally just drove into a blizzard, and I was just like, ooh, oh great. Ooh, I'm Devin. Look at me. I'm flying around. Hey, five star man, five star man. <laughs> okay, so 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 Devin is Ernell, and Ernell is Devin in the scene sourcing. So that's that's good to know. That's good to know. There go. Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> oh my God, Griff, Twitch hates you. I'm subbed and still getting ads. Why are you getting ads? No, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I I have Yo. I have ads for for Twitch subs turned off. That's not okay, Garrick. Tell us, tell us how your weekend was, man. Uh, quiet, man. Um, due to unfortunate circumstances, my wife and the rest of my uh, in-laws were away for a funeral this weekend. So, oh um, shit, okay. I, I stayed home with with the puppers, and uh, I had my overnight shift last night. And the puppers went to work with me, dude. I literally just brought him to work. We we hung out for just twelve hours, just chilled. Mm, okay i see you king okay. i see you king i see you out here bringing the puppers along everywhere with you okay De- yeah. Devin, devin's ass is sticking out of the bottom of the frame here i gotta fix that now there you go there we go all right no more devin ass no more devin ass <laughs> oh my god yeah so so get so garrick is getting the snowstorm over there we got some ice last night um, and it was it was horrifying this morning to drive in for us to get to work. It was terrifying. Yeah, yeah I, for real. I I slid twice this morning. Man, on my way to work. I'd be, I'd be sliding in and out of the. <laughs> I'm not never mind. Catch me sideways, as Paul as Paul Wall said. Uh, no, catch me sideways. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> I know. I'm I'm sorry. I'm upset. I've I have I I spent this weekend kind of doing like little tiny chore work uh just like mm. here and there and kind of like taking care of some things mostly uh as some uh of of our viewers at home will be able to see in our chat i chat chat chats uh, chat Trat. um i Look have chat good completely sir. finally navigated our chat commands our twitch commands to stream elements um uh, because fuck stream labs you know what i'm saying fuck stream yeah. labs uh so slobs is slobs is sloppy it's hot. They're they're sloppy, uh, morally and technically. And uh, so I finally got a chance to get 
almost all of her commands. I, I I left out some of the ones that we had accumulated that were wait useless. Um, I kept for me. Yes, Xander with a raid. What's happening, baby? Hey, Hi, Xander, baby. baby. Hold on, Yo. we do have a raid command now. There we hey, go. There we go. Put hey, in that raid command, y'all. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's lit. It's lit. Um, thank you, Xander. We love you, baby. Welcome in, guys. Welcome in. We uh, yeah. Oh, I finally got our stream element stuff set up and ready to go, and it's looking good so far. We're looking good so far. Surreal. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Wheat bread. How you doing, baby? Um, I did that. I set up my uh, my cactor behind me again. <laughs> right there he can Ooh, oh that's nice Ooh. i like that got my cat like right that. there he's in christmas red because uh it's it's crackmas it's crackmas y'all uh crackmas yeah, season crackmas. you know what i'm saying yeah, that's that's, that's... that's k-r-a-k-m-a-s mm -hmm. yeah because we don't we don't support crack crack because that's fucked yeah. up but uh, but we support crack like like ass crack Xanderson, I'm gonna go wash my face real quick. Is that is that the alien uh coom that that we uh that yeah. we heard about? Is that is that what we were yeah? I saw it. It was thick. Okay, I think that is <laughs> the alien. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. All right. Okay. Uh, I think I think that's the perfect time for an introduction, honestly. <laughs> Take it away, Devin. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know it's also thick. <laughs> Mega Man's Mega Returns, yes. <laughs> Assassin's Creed's mashup, or 2021 gaming predictions, and much, much more. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Surreal. What? <laughs> because this is Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash good Kraken show. My favorite phrase to say lately where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital sea. Where are you at, Garrick? Where are you at? Where are you at? Yeah. Thank you, Arnell. <laughs> But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv forward slash show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help us keep pushing content out for all of you listening and or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken, Explanation Point, and leaving a review there. Oh, there you go. Fuck. What's up, Devin? <laughs> we got some captain's orders here. All right. So, emotes and sub badges are ready for all of y'all. Go check that shit out. We got it here. We got it in the Discord. We got it here. And we also have it in the Discord. Check and we out. have it here, and it's also, <laughs> and in, the also in the Discord. And also in the Discord, as one Which would say. Which you can yeah. find right here. There you go. Let's become part go. of the crew, y'all. Join the Discord. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? So you know what? Join our Discord. Please. And use our new fact check server. Yes. So Xander I've... is the fucking boy mm -hmm. and set up this shit for us. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. love him because I was just talking to Ernell the other day. I was like, hey, we're a community. Let's be a community. 
we should be a community. So then that way you can find the emotes here and also on the Discord, but yeah. also here. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, uh, he, he Devin told me that. And I said, hey, I'm too fucking busy. <laughs> Why don't you fucking do it? And he said, hey, I'm busy, too. <laughs> <laughs> and so Xander was like, hey, uh, I'm busy, too. <laughs> I'm busy, too. But today I'm not. And so he just did a whole bunch of shit on our discord. For <laughs> just like without even like telling us and just one one day messaged us and was like, hey, I did this. And we were like, lit, we love you. Please, <laughs> please. He let just, me touch he you. Just, <laughs> he just pulled a glow up on our entire discord. Just, in like yeah. One day. Spoiler alert. But- that alien coom came from Ernell. surreal y'all lazy you know i i I wish i could say that i really do wish that was true as much as i would like that to be unfortunately me and devin work day jobs that take up a majority of our time and then potatoes and then then, and then i'm a dad uh you know what? Yeah, Cyril, you're right. You're right. We're just potatoes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We're potatoes. I, I know. I know. I'm lazy. I'm Don't just a lazy facts, guy. Guys. Now the lazy guy that works blue collar plays the 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 oh don't 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 get proud don't get proud don't get proud I'm not proud I'm lazy (laughs) he's not proud he's proud listen exactly listen let 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 surreal talk her shit all right let surreal talk her shit on us we deserve it we need to be humbled because we're out of ten at all times you know what I'm saying we need to be notched down to a six. That's why we have surreal and I'll crank it to eleven more. Anyways, uh, the other the other little detail here that's really important is the fact check thing. We didn't put it in our intro for today, but going forward, we will have a thing that will be explaining that if you are watching live, you have an important job. And that is to go to our discord, go to fact check in there in our channel to the server fact check and anything that we get wrong or we need fact checked or we're just fucking dumb on throw in fact check. And we will read off everything we fucked up at the end of the show. Yep. Okay. Sound good? We yep. love you guys. And uh, Surreal, yep. LOL, I'm here to humble you bitches. And Xander giving us our brand new Xander nut button. <laughs> I love it. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I love it, baby. Let's fucking oh my go. God. Let's fucking go. He, w- he would make his face the nut button. No, dork. it was me. I made it. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I made that one. I made that one. Devin, what do we got next? Yo. You know what's also been made? (laughs) Some trickling little alien coom. I mean, little waves. Cornell, why don't you tell them about Little coom. (laughs) Little little alien cooms. Griff says, I was born for this responsibility. Griff, we fucking love you, dude. Seriously. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank all of you for being here. (laughs) I have two hands. Wait. Wait. Yeah. I. Holy shit. Little Waves, guys, is our uh, little segment. Oh, Devin's getting blurry over there. Oh, there we go. I had to focus for a second. You're good. You're good. He just had to focus. Ah! Oh, there's that pretty little I just got you. Don't fail me already. (laughs) Little Waves is our little segment. We talk about some uh, some new stuff that we didn't think was going to be quite big enough to uh, to take in our main new segment. We uh, just try to burn through them really, really fast, as, as, as fast as we possibly can, because uh, we like to talk our shit, too, just like Cyril, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's right. go, baby. Right. First off, Keiko Nobumoto, prolific anime writer behind Cowboy Bebop and Macross Plus, has unfortunately passed away at 57. <sighs> 
Losing good ones, y'all. Losing good ones. Keiko Nobumoto, the writer behind such anime as Cowboy Bebop, Macross Plus, Wolf's Reign, and Tokyo Godfathers, has passed away at the age of 57. News of Nobumoto was uh, made public via a Facebook post uh, from writer Dai Saito, uh, who had worked with Nobumoto in the past on Wolf's Past and Cowboy Bebop. She allegedly passed away after a battle with uh, esophageal cancer. Unfortunately. Now, here's the thing, too. Keiko Nobumoto was also a big part of Kingdom Hearts 1 as well and got a special thanks in the credits for Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, She is very prolific, very popular in the anime world. And uh, we send her our best wishes, her family, our best wishes and uh, rest in fucking power, Keiko. Yeah. Rest in power. Rest in fucking power. Sorry, Netflix did you dirty. Damn, that's for sure. That's for game, oh, no, damn no. sure, dude. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Whew, rest rest in peace, Keiko. And timing and rest in peace, Peter. You know what I'm saying? Let's get let's get a let's get a Peter command. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's <laughs> hit, get, hit it, baby. Hit it, baby. Let's get some Peter. Let's get some Peter in here. Let's get some Peter in here. Peter the Dolphin Dog. <laughs> let's let's get Peter in here. Is not how we should be phrasing that. That's not more <laughs> yeah, no. Next but up, I have a friend named Peter. <laughs> I do. Uh, I that guy. Rest in peace, him. Yeah. <laughs> you know him, too. <laughs> West Side Story fails to impress at the domestic weekend box office, but still gets when, despite not having a stellar opening domestic box office performance, West Side Story's $10.5 million debut was still enough to secure the number one spot above Disney's Encanto. Uh, West Side uh, Story's box office debut was not what Disney and 20th Century Studios were hoping for, as it cost $100 million to produce. Okay. Big yikes. You guys saw the trailer for this, right? Yeah. yeah. Many, many, okay. many, many. So the one thing that I noticed, at least to me, when I was watching this trailer repeatedly, because it was the same trailer for months. Every movie. <laughs> and it was always like the last freaking trailer, too. But like. This film, to me, cinematically looked like someone had just took like a 4K Red Dragon film camera and then stuck it up to a 90s sitcom TV and just filmed that 90s sitcom through a 4K lens. And it looks like crap. Yeah, Yeah, I I can I can say (laughs) I can it because I've talked to Ernell about this because we've seen many a movie now together where this trailer has played. Yes. It's, it's, it's this trailer <laughs> in the Sing 2. <laughs> yeah, it's this trailer in the Sing 2 trailer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like they're, yeah. they're at every movie and they're yep. really loud. Yep. Louder than the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I actually appreciate what they were trying to do because they were trying to make it look like an old film without it being an old film. And I appreciate that aspect of the the art approach. I get what you're saying, but I look at it in that light because I'm like, oh, because at first I thought it was like one of those trailers for like one of those old movies they that they're going to show for a day or two, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, for like one showing each day. Fathom Events presents. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I thought it was at first. But then I got it. it. I haven't seen the movie it's not really my type of movie personally because I like violence, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just saying I like violence and there, you know, I mean, I can speak for all of us when I say that, right? <laughs> yeah, There's violence here. There's violence in our discord. There's violence here. 
And there's violence. Yeah, which you can also find. (laughs) Don't 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 start ad ad bombing our fucking chat, please. Jesus Christ, they've had enough. They've had enough. They get they get enough watching our bullshit live on Twitch uh, every Tuesday at seven p.m. Saturday at seven p.m. And uh, you just did the same thing. Nintendo Switch was the best selling console in the U.S. in November twenty. 21 the uh the npd group has announced that the nintendo switch was the best-selling console in the u.s during november uh not only that but the console remains uh the u.s's best-selling console of 2021 uh 1.13 million consoles are sold during the month with 550,000 of them sold during thanksgiving weekend boys are you surprised by that at all no no no, dude ever since the nintendo switch fixed their production issues at launch they, their sales have just been constant. And, I mean, it's, we're in the holiday season, so the fact that this was the highest-selling console in 2020, like, November 2021, and just to 2021 in general, doesn't, like, it's it's well-established, It's it, they know their market, and they're everywhere now, dude. Switch has so much portability that, like, it's you it's it's good it's good for your boyfriend, good for your girlfriend, good for your kids, good for your grandma. Everybody can own a Nintendo Switch dog. Yeah, it it's it's uh, it reminds me. Granted, it took a lot longer to get to this point. It reminds me of the era of the Wii. Yeah, you know, sure, sure. You yeah. know, which was good. And, and and I'm pretty sure that the Switch is on pace to outsell the Wii. I'm pretty sure it is. I oh uh, man, I if I remember correctly, at that time, I don't think Nintendo was giving out sales numbers on the Wii. So it's yeah. like, I. I I want to yeah. say I was talking. I I wasn't talking. I was listening to a podcast, and it was one Game Scoop podcast. Ah, uh, yes, and yes. and they were talking about how the Switch is on on par to sell out compared to the Wii, which makes a lot of sense. It is it is now Nintendo's handheld and console, right? Where they used to have the two separate. You know, yeah. So, they literally right, blended right. their market demographic, and now they're just selling units, dog. Talk about one of the most genius ideas. Not only that, it is the perfect console for indie games and RPGs. Like straight I, up, I do it is the make best sure, console for that. I do want to make sure that we put some fucking respect on the name. Uh, the PSP crawled so that the Nintendo Switch could run. Absolutely. I yep. had so make three sure I PSPs that. in my lifetime. Ooh, I had... Ooh. I had two of the uh, the OG ones, mm-hmm. you know, the big old fat ones. Mm-hmm. And then when they came out with the slimmer designs, yeah, I had yeah, the yeah. silver slim one. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. I had the slim and the Vita. I loved them. I never I had the Vita. Them. I wanted the Vita. Oh, God, man. But I, 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 at that point, I lived I that custom. I lived that custom skin life. See, the, the thing the thing is, though, Garrick, is that I can't play Patapon on a Switch. You know what I'm saying? And Patapon Dude, being, true, being true. one of the greatest games to have ever been made. Um, uh, unfortunately, you know the Switch what, is, is it's, it's not on it. It's not on it. You know, you know what, what you can't play on the Switch? What? Skyrim. Yeah, that's like the 45th <laughs> best game of all time. You know, <laughs> but no, no. But you know what you can play on the Switch? You can play every Final Fantasy pretty much. Oh, you know what else you can play on the Switch, Devin? 
Yeah, the, you can see us at twitch.tv forward slash good cracking. You ruined my fucking segue. You ruined, you've ruined my fucking segue. I was going to say The Witcher. Uh, and speaking of The Witcher, Henry Cavill would love to have a conversation about the Mass Effect TV series. Uh, while speaking to One Game's Radar, uh, Cavill said his interest in the project depends on how closely the adaptation stays true to the original games. Uh, he said, quote, very much so, yeah, all depending on how they're executing it. Uh, Cavill said when asked about his interest in the series. Uh, the world of adaptation can be heavy or light. When I like a product, I prefer the adaptation to be less changed from the source, so it all depends. Guys, do you want a heavy Henry Cavill Shepard? Is that what we want? Do we want that? Yes. Dude. Yeah. The fact that Henry Cavill is just out here, just like doing God's work and solo spearheading, making sure we're getting faithful video game adaptations for stuff. Dude, bless up. Just, like Henry, it's not, Henry Cavill's my guy. Not even just like video game adaptations, but just like just like our 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 pop culture adaptation, you know, because like The Witcher is technically a book series right. and the, the TV show is different than what happens in the games. Right. But yeah. it's all based off of the book series itself. Um, dude, that man also wants to be uh, in the uh, Warhammer TV show that they're talking mm -hmm. about making as well. Um, that that he's just a good guy. Dude, you know, good I guy Henry. Henry good, good guy, guy Henry. Good, good guy, guy Cavill. <laughs> he's such a you he's know? he's such a beautiful man that I just I kind of just like loosely want to see him in like fucking everything. I also want to like lick the dimples above his butt cheeks, but you know that's a whole different. You difference. and like every like straight woman across this universe. Every every not straight woman too. Every every straight man even like I mean yeah, come on. I You've mean, seen him in fucking Mission Impossible. Just just look. He dude, is doing the show on arms. The Still shotgun scoop. arms. I was like, oh, let's go. Let's go. His, must, his mustache is on fleek in that movie, oh. dude. Oh, it oh, is. It's beautiful. It's he's, fucking beautiful. Yeah, he's he like we see all the memes. Everybody says he's the king of king of the nerds. I dude, I will give Absolutely. him that crown. Yeah, sure. Yeah, straight sure. up. Yep. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. Hey, like, cheers. <laughs> cheers to Henry cheers Gallagher. To king. I, mm. you know, Long the king. Yep. He yep. he needs to get knighted so we can call him Sir Henry Cavill. <laughs> I mean, he's he's Sir Henry Cavill in my heart. You know what I'm saying? He's a beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful man. Mm -hmm. You know, this is beautiful, though, guys. Sony finally releasing colorful PS5 covers. Uh, the new colors are Nova Pink, Starlight Blue, and Galactic Purple. Uh, those join Cosmic Red and Midnight Black, which were previously released DualSense options. Uh, Sony writes in a blog post that each of the matching plates is quote-unquote easy to use. It simply clicks into place where the previous white ones once were. Only black and red will be available at first, followed by the rest of the colors later in the first half of 2022. Uh, surreal, we love you. Um, what color would you get, Ernell? Oh, for my imaginary PS5? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my, my invisible PS5. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what color um, would you get? Uh, uh, fuck, man. Probably just black. Honestly, Same, black is just... Wow, you know it, what I'm it, saying? It, like that that galactic black is like that OG like PS2 black. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. That that nice yeah. sheen like sheen matte black. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I, I like that. I like that. Someday, <laughs> whenever, that. whenever I could get one. Whenever. For real. If you know, whether whether that's next week or five years from now. <laughs> well, but what my original plan was going to be too is if I got a PS5 is later on down the line, like I was just going to color it and paint it and draw on it myself, like the little side panels, and just do a bunch of like dope fucking art on the side of it that I could 
probably want to do. You know what I'm saying? See, I, now I you wonder, can buy extras just to do that. Yeah, I wonder, are they going to be selling the uh, the shade white as well? That's a good question, uh, Devin. That's a very, very good question. The uh, okay. you, Devin. <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs> Don't try to make it a thing. Oh, look at this white Grim, guy. Grim. Look at this white guy down here, y'all. Look at this, look at this white guy right down here. Get all offended about the Shane White. <laughs> did, did you guys hear about uh, Hassan getting banned off Twitch because he called someone a cracker? Really? Yeah, he got banned off Twitch because he called some dude a cracker. And of like, all people, Hassan? Yeah, what? Yeah, I know, I know. It's wild. No. It's wild. It's wild. I probably shouldn't say it live on Twitch either. I'm sorry. Guys. Dude, that's not even like, that's not even a, is that even a, re, is that real? Is that a real slur? Is that a Someone, real slur? Well, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to dive into it. I'm not going to dive in because I'm not trying to have us banned <laughs> along with so Hassan Piker. Uh, anyways, anyways, uh, we do have some breaking news though, guys. We have some breaking news. Uh, first off, actually, not first off, this is our only one. Uh, it seems Fast and the Furious 10 will be stuck in the slow lane just a little bit longer as Universal has pushed back the film's release date one month from April 7th, 2023 to May 19th, 2023. Oh, no. Dude, It'll does probably that 10 be holiday. feel heavy in your mouth? Like, that's a, man. That's a lot of numbers, man. That's a lot of, that's a mm. lot of Fast and Furious. Mm. You know, you're right, Surreal. Fast we and did Furious. say Kraken and not um, the other word. Yes, thank you, Surreal. Thank you, Surreal. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, I was talking about the one, the things that you put with cheese and like, like in a in a Lunchables. That's what I was talking about. You know what I'm yeah, saying? dog. Right on on saying. your charcuterie board. You know what I'm saying? When you host parties. You know, Surreal. <laughs> Surreal says, "Bro, I'm done with those movies." Honestly, I think all of us. I'm are. not. And uh, and I'm still I'm not. With it. I'm, I'm still with it. <laughs> I think I've watched oh these God. movies like eight times, dog. Like, there's so much fun. <laughs> Look, there is a complete box set of one through nine sitting on my mantle next to my TV downstairs right now. Oh, Devin, over here you're using the nut button wrong. We have an actual nut command. I wanted to put in my specific number of eight nuts. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> eight nuts. Surreal, I judge you. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair, Surreal. That's fair, Surreal. Judge away. Surreal. You, you have no idea. Ernell's like a Fast and the Furious super fan, though. I love it. I love it so much. It's so dumb. It's he so dumb, but I can't, I can't stop. I can't stop. Won't stop. I live my fact. life one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> we, we, God fucking damn it! That Leave my friend Discord now. My my friends has been little waves. What we got next, Devin? Yo, we got the helm. Let's go. So enough about that Fast and the Furious shit because you know Netflix is making a live action Mega Man movie, and this is coming from Sean Hollister over at The Verge. <sighs> Video game adaptations are on a tear or tier. One of the two words. <laughs> we got new trailers for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and the Halo live action TV series just last week. And of course, Chris Pratt is playing Mario. Woohoo! And the Uncharted movie is nearly here, uh, which is also starring Tom Holland, who's also starring in Spider-Man No Way Home this week. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Amid these heavy hitters comes the new net that Netflix is ready to bring us another franchise as well. Mega Man, the Capcom Blue Bomber, who's been blasting his way through retro side scrollers since 1987 on the original NES. Technically, a Mega Man movie has been in the works since 2015 at Chernin Entertainment. 
and it became a little more formal in 2018 when Capcom officially announced it'd be a live-action film with Henry Juice and Rel Shulman, perhaps best known for Catfish, attached to write and direct. But recently, that directing duo revealed on their Supermarché company website that Netflix has picked up the picture via comic book and IGN. Quote, features in the works include an adaptation of Capcom's Mega Man for Chernin Entertainment and Netflix, which they wrote and are directing. The site reads, unfortunately, there's no indication of how far along the movie is or when it might release. IGN writes that sources say it's very early in development. But as some have pointed out, Netflix has a first look deal with Chernin. Perhaps Netflix saw something that it liked. Netflix and Supermarché didn't immediately comment. The gold rush to, to secure video game intellectual property for Hollywood adaptation goes far beyond the films and shows I've mentioned so far, of course. And Netflix has definitely seen the potential thanks to the performance of its The Witcher and Castlevania series. Netflix has Resident Evil and Tomb Raider shows in the work, too, and... uh is reportedly in development on a live-action Pokemon series as well, and they're also working on a Gundam movie. It generally sees a lot of potential in gaming and vis-a-vis uh, -vis snapping up film studios itself. Outside of Netflix, we recently had Monster Hunter and Mortal Kombat movies. There's a Last of Us TV show in the works for HBO, and maybe a Mass Effect show for Amazon, a Fallout show that's definitely for Amazon, plus Ghost of Tsushima and Metal Gear Solid movie adaptations. The Portal movie might even be happening someday. Lots and lots of video game content. And I feel like we're still going through the age where people are just figuring out how to make movies and TV shows out of games, you know, where we over the last decade, we went over that hump with comic books and superheroes, right? Yeah. And I feel like they're starting to get it because that first season of Witcher was really good. That Mortal Kombat movie stayed really true to the source material in the sense of how Mortal Kombat should be cheesy and ridiculous, right? For, for the most part, yeah. For the most yeah. part. Like, it, I think, what, we gave it like a seven, something like that? Yeah, I mean, like, it had potential to be higher, like, if, if they, you know, did a couple things differently, like, yeah. completely take out the entire main character. But, like, there's, they, yeah, yeah. they did take good, the though. They gave, us, they gave us a dope-ass Scorpion Sub-Zero. That's honestly the yeah. only thing we really watched Mortal Kombat yeah. for, let's yeah. be real. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, you guys yeah, didn't like the weird, you guys didn't like no, the weird no, no. flower armor? <laughs> no, no, we need, we need. Get the fuck out. Hear me out. <laughs> for Johnny Cage, for Johnny Cage, we need Ryan Reynolds. Nick Nolte. I don't like either of those choices. <laughs> you don't want Nick Nolte's. You, you don't want Nick Nolte's alcoholic ass. <laughs> Dude, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know who I pick. Okay, Chris so Evans would be good. For, Tom Hardy for John for Johnny. Get the fuck Ooh, Tom Johnny Hardy. Cage. No, no, no. He's, Tom, not Tom, he's too rough no. looking for Johnny no. Cage. Yeah, no, yeah, that's why yeah. Ryan Reynolds. He's got the jaw. He's got the jaw. Yeah. That he does. Wait, wait, wait. I don't, I don't feel Danny Griff says Danny Sean DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Wait, wait, wait. Guys, 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 guys I have it. I have it. Imagine. Dragon chiseled. <laughs> no. Radioactive. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> um. Xander says Ryan Gosling. No, he's got Stop. too, he's got too soft of a Stop. voice, man. Stop. Um, no, he's got no. too soft of a face. 
yeah zach efron yo rip what Ooh. is up welcome oh what's happening rip what's happening yo, yo, yo. dude or for cage zach efron i mean maybe actually i kind of like zach efron truth be told i yeah i feel like i feel like he could pull off like the diva like not quite a triple a star like vibe yeah dude, dude, I, just, he can i was gonna say sean william scott so my my vote oh, jesus christ <laughs> stifler stifler yeah. okay all right a chiseled stifler. um my my vote goes to i had to look it up uh his name's kellen lutz he plays as uh emmett in twilight yeah yeah the brother but you know oh, enough yeah. about mortal Kombat. this is supposed to be about mega man <laughs> Oh yeah! No. <laughs> oh yeah! We were talking I about totally Mega forgot. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our... I saw the word Mega Man. I was like, "Oh yeah, Mega Man." Do you do you guys have faith in this? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm a little mixed. I feel okay. like okay. if What's they up? take if they for for Mega Man as a character. So I'm I'm not a huge Mega Man fan personally. I know lots of people that are. They need to do the Mega Man film. They it needs to follow like the same footsteps that Sonic did. Like Mega Man needs to be like that ultra realistic CGI sort of character. Don't make him a little kid in a weird suit. Like it's okay to let it be CGI. CGI has come away like come long enough. Like it's far enough down the line that we can do that. Sure. And I feel like Sonic really changed the game for video game adaptation movies because mm -hmm. I feel like it was the first game that captured like that kid like aspect of it that some of the that some adaptations kind of lack. You really so think I feel you like really if think... they follow sorry I didn't, didn't mean to interrupt steps, do, you, do you really you really think it was Sonic and not Pokemon? I think it was Pokemon like Detective really Pikachu. Liked. You don't think that was the turning point? So here's so as much as I love Detective Pikachu and its animation style is great we got this level of community interaction that came out of the Sonic film because their design was really bad at first. Right. And, but they redid it and they actually took the notes from the fans and it ended up being really, really good. If I personally had to compare the two, I like Sonic better than detective Pikachu. I felt like, Oh the yeah, movie's me good. too. Like, I felt like that movie just captures like the heart of what, of what like that side scrolling video game like experience is just better than what Detective Pikachu did. Detective Pikachu is like artistically and like aesthetically a better looking thing. But I feel like Sonic really captured that they did a really good job blending the cartoony look of the video game with real life. Like it's, yeah. it's got that nice surrealism. Po um, post art change though right yeah post art change that first one mm -mm. i mean we saw it we saw it with the uh sonic 2 trailer they're really sticking true to that that original video game art style like yeah. with tails yes. and, and knuckles and everything and he, he, even with uh jim carrey's uh character as well like moving forward um i do want to note uh xander says he, he hopes they follow the battle network series which I'm with him. I've yeah, always played yeah, same, Mega Man, same, uh, but I'm it was with that. that. And um, there was an like pseudo open world adventure Mega Man game. Was it Mega Man Legends? Um, I think so, because it's not it was not Mega Man X, because I know that was still. No, that was still side scrolling. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. has zero and everything. in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it might it might have been Legends. Um, yeah, 
that game was actually really good too so which had a big rpg element and i could see them doing a story maybe based off that granted though it is kind of one of the lesser known entries in the mega man saga so it maybe not but i played the shit out of that when i was a kid Mm. but Mm. um but i i i would love to see um a battle network series because god that would be such a good anime though too Right. Honestly, right. right. Like amazing. That would be an amazing anime. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't look. I it's Netflix. I feel like that's stuff- the, that's almost more sketchy than the actual making of the movie itself. Yeah, because <laughs> I I feel like their stuff is either really good or is meh. Well, hey, <laughs> at least with it being fair. a movie, it's not going to get canceled after one season. Yeah, because it's going to be a movie and they're never going to make a sequel with an open ending. <laughs> <It's for real. laughs> I'm sorry. Like, like like I said, Netflix does make good content, but they also have a lot of like shovelware dumpster fire content, too. You know? Yeah, Netflix chooses to be really experimental with its content and they're not afraid to let stuff they feel like mm-hmm. failed fall. But but to be fair, some of that stuff that fails I like because like Ornell, I can admit something's bad. <laughs> say I like it, but still say it's bad. <laughs> and then like we get, we'll get like interesting things that come out of like those failed series, like Jupiter Ascending, like isn't going to get a second season, but they just released that animated series, Super Crooks, which everybody says is really, really good. It, it is. I've watched it. It is good. And like, so like, even though Jupiter Ascending failed, like we still got good content well, out of that flop. It's so I feel Jupiter like we can Ascending, still do it's, it's Jupiter something else. But I know Jupiter Ascending is also a movie that also oh, failed. Wait. Jupiter Ascending is that weird Channing, and Channing yeah. Tatum. Is, is yeah. Jupiter Rising, isn't it? Jupiter Rising. Uh, dude, I don't even know now. It's, I mean, same <laughs> fucking name, right? <laughs> I, I, I caught, I, I watched one episode of that um because i was hanging out with my mom one day and she was watching it and i was like all right i'm fine it's on i'll try it and uh it's not good it's very yo, very not good why, why are you out here trashing hulu huh fuck yo hulu. did you guys fuck did you guys hulu know are you that kidding Ernell me hates hulu fuck hulu everyone hates hulu compared to netflix and hbo Man, fuck hulu we don't need hulu the only, the only good thing hulu fucking gave us was last man on earth they didn't even That's... give that to us. That was NBC. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Fuck no, Hulu. No, Thank they, you, they Lock and Load. A... Thank you. Fuck they, Hulu. No, no. No, they have a great anime catalog on Hulu. So let's they fucking really... so let's fucking cringy. Just go to Crunchyroll. You know what I'm saying? Or pirate that shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I get Hulu for free because it comes with my Verizon. <laughs> oh, Rip, Rip in the chat brings up Arcane. Oh, I oh fucking, yeah. I've started. watched it four times now, guys. I've watched Arcane yeah. four fucking Unreal. times. I, and chat, I, if you guys have not watched it yet, you fucking need to. You absolutely fucking need to. Oh, my God. I'm on episode eight as of oh. yesterday. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's really good. Unreal. It's really good. Oh, my God. And it's a sinker, too. There is a lot of content there. Every episode's like 40 minutes to an hour long. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we're on a little behind. Uh, Devin, are you ready for me to move on to the next story? Absolutely. Read that shit off to me, boy. Oh, I'll read that shit off. Now, guys, this is boy. a little bit of a long one. Buckle your fucking seatbelts. All right. It's uh, tight, though. Assassin's Creed Valhalla crossing over with Odyssey and a year two roadmap is revealed. This comes from Matt Miller over at Game Informer and it reads like this. 
In the years since its launch, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has proven to be one of the more robust and popular installments of the long-running franchise. Recent entries like Odyssey received an impressive amount of post-release content in its first year, but even after releasing several successful large-scope expansions in 2021, Valhalla is going strong and appears ready to outpace its predecessor by continuing its Viking voyage into a second year. The Dawn of Ragnarok is the centerpiece of that out ongoing, excuse me, rollout, a major new expansion set to be released in late winter, aiming to add a considerable chunk of new missions, environments to explore, and even gameplay altering new character powers. That major expansion is steering toward launch in March, but you don't need to wait that long to get a new injection of Assassin's Creed fun. Launching tomorrow, December 14th, the brand is exploring a fascinating new initiative with dedicated story content that crosses over between Valhalla and Odyssey. And just to let you guys know, that is today. That is today. It came out today. The new crossover stories encompass distinct content drops in both Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The free content releases help... Uh, Sorry, I lost my train there. Releases help tell a new linked aspect of the broader Assassin's Creed fiction, touching on the elements of uh, Isu culture that Odyssey's fiction explored in its late game and post-release storytelling. <clears throat> oh, God, I'm a mess right now. In the Valhalla sequence... Oh, alien coom. <laughs> in the Valhalla sequence, we'll even see... <laughs> <laughs> we'll even see Eivor meet Cassandra in person, thanks to events that shouldn't be spoiled from the tale end of Odyssey. In both the new Odyssey and Valhalla content, expect to uncover entirely new missions that feature new as-yet-unseen locations. As for the larger expansion coming in March, players can look forward to an especially large adventure. Both Origins and Odyssey previously set a precedent for uh, expansion content that veers into the mythological realm. Those concepts were so successful that the core Valhalla game implemented several insignificant ties to North Norse mythology, Jesus Christ, including extensive exploration of the realms of Asgard and Jotunheim, where important revelations established the link between Eivor and Odin. Dawn of Ragnarok is continuing that narrative thread as Odin sets out on a journey into the realm of the dwarves uh, called Svartalfheim. I pronounced that really good. I'm there, baby. I'm there. Let's go. His mission, rescue his son, Baldur, from the clutches of Surtur, the god of the fire giants. Uh, Savartalfheim. Savartalfheim. There we go. Ah, damn it. I almost had it. It's a vast new gameplay space described as roughly one third the size of the entire England area in the base game. Early glimpses of gameplay reveal a sumptuous fantasy play space from sprawling underground dwarven forges to towering snow-capped peaks along with plenty of appropriately stern dwarven statues and monuments scattered across the landscape. Fighting as Odin, players must confront various enemies, including the frost-tinged Jotnar, previously seen in Jotunheim. The new arrivals are the flaming forces of the Muspels. These uh, fire giants have their own dangerous battle capabilities and have driven the dwarves out of their homes and into hiding, where you must find them to request aid. Oh, that sounds fucking hype. That sounds fucking hype. Oh, my God. Part of that help comes in the form of Hooger Rip, a magical bracer gifted by the dwarves. The new artifact lends, lets Odin take on the power of the foes he defeats. Several of the new abilities sound especially powerful. Odin can shapeshift into a raven to descend on enemies from high and far away for a devastating assassination kill. Weapons can be infused with ice. A bow power allows players to teleport to the location they shoot. And you can also raise fallen enemies to fight for you. 
Dawn of Ragnarok is boasting 35 hours of new content. If true, that's larger than many early Assassin's Creed games were in their entirety. And beyond the big new mythologically, uh, mythology, mythology, holy shit, mythology-focused storyline, Ubisoft also promises a new arena where players can hone their combat prowess against an escalating series of challenges. The new expansion details arrive on the heels of a surprise new content piece you can play right now. The new crossover stories is a fascinating experiment in which new missions have appeared in both Valhalla and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The Link stories offer fresh revelations about the broader Assassin's Creed fiction when played in tandem. We see Eivor and prior hero Cassandra meet up in person thanks to events we won't spoil from the conclusion of Odyssey. Based on the release cadence from previous games, it would have been easy to presume that Assassin's Creed Valhalla was beginning to wind down. But this announcement proves that Ubisoft is still investing heavily in the game, both with the soon-to-release crossover stories as well as the upcoming March expansion. Whether we'll get even more from the game after that remains to be seen, but Viking Warriors should rejoice that we're not quite done with Eivor's adventures yet. Oh, God, that was so long. Um, (laughs) Guys, guys. (laughs) Like the alien coom? Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Um... God damn, do I have to play Dude, Valhalla I, now? I'm do I have stoked. to fucking finish Valhalla now? Like, god damn. Yeah, no, I just re-downloaded Valhalla when I heard about this yesterday. So it is officially on my hard drive. I will be playing this game again. Garrick, where, where are you on this? Where are you on this? I actually kind of have mixed feelings on this just as a whole. So here's the thing. Okay, all right. It's well documented that we love Assassin's Creed here. Yes. Like... Yes, we've all played titles. We've all got our favorites. But like, there's just something about the DLC with the within the franchise that I personally just generally avoid. Like, I don't I don't really do Assassin's Creed DLC. I don't think I've ever done any Assassin's Creed DLC. And here's why. The ones for Odyssey are pretty good. Yeah. So (laughs) I I actually I actually own the ones for Odyssey, but I'm actually I don't I don't think adding 35 hours of content is a good idea. I don't. Oh, oh I don't. that's a hot take. That's a hot take so, if I've ever heard one. We already have two expansions in Valhalla right now. Okay. Both add 10 to 12 hours of content a piece. Yes. The base campaign in Valhalla, this is discluding any side content, is 65 hours. hours if you are cruising. That is a lot of gameplay. And that's talking that's not talking side content. That's not talking about taking your time to simply enjoy the game. And now they're going to add another thirty five hours. That's a whole lot of Assassin's Creed. And like I unlike there, I know there are a lot of fans that kind of disagree with the whole mythology take because they feel like it gets too far away from the source, the historical part of the game, which is weird because the Isu exists in the game anyway. So, yeah, but yeah. So I'm a little skeptical. I think I would like I think the gameplay trailer we get for that expansion as we get closer to that March release date is really going to decide whether or not I pick it up because I haven't I haven't invested in either of the other DLCs in Valhalla, but I am still playing the campaign in Valhalla and I'm really enjoying it. And I like the dialogue and the cutscenes. It's a beautiful game. But man, just like the just the idea of adding another like basically a whole game's worth of content like that's a little intimidating when you when you think about just how much content Assassin's Creed already generally has in their games. Yeah, I'm stoked about it because their DLC content has been some of my favorite Assassin's Creed content, especially within the last like 
five, six years or so because uh, all their mythological stuff that they've done with Origins and Odyssey has like absolutely crushed it where the DLCs that they've done for Valhalla have just been like separate wars in different regions. You know what I mean? Sure. And it hasn't really been mythological based at all. Now, one thing I want to say about this crossover event that they're doing, I feel like this is kind of a warm up for that Assassin's Creed infinite thing that they're talking about because they were talking yeah. about. Yep. Yep. All the the regions existing in one space, right? And yep. all the assassins existing in one space. I think this is to butter us up to that idea, because if you beat Odyssey, because it's it's obviously very apparent in this story now, because a lot of people are like, how the fuck is Cassandra in? You know, well, don't, don't don't spoil anything, Nordic, though. Don't Nordic spoil times. anything, though. I've got play odyssey It'll just make play yeah sense. play odyssey and finish it it's the yeah. the ending is worth the gigantic time investment and yeah. and yeah. the dlc is phenomenal oh, atlantis, that atlantis one man that atlantis, atlantis one is goddamn right now Woo! oh my Woo! god it's so <laughs> sick it's so like let the me just odyssey say this. dlcs are the only one i've touched because i literally got the gold edition just because of the atlantis dlc the the Anubis one in Origins is pretty hype too. Pretty yeah, hyped yeah, too. no, it, it it is. It's Origins is great. I I think I like the gameplay flow of Origins the most because the the movement is still kind of like Assassin's Creed. You know what I mean? Like the climbing and the running and stuff like that. Where I feel like Odyssey was weird because I was like, oh, I don't have a sprint button. You know what I mean? You're just always running. <laughs> that that that's that's probably one of my biggest takeaways of uh Hey, Polar Knights, as a barber, I love this. It is every stage of beard growth. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, like my my beard, my beard's about as 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 grown as Garrick's is. My issue is that I have the island curse where my mustache doesn't connect. And so it's like and all my shit. I'm in I'm in recovery mode from uh from November still. Xander says, wait, I, I, wait till I'm in there. <laughs> then we'll really have all the stages. Yeah, Tune yeah, in for yeah. this week's shipwreck show. Mm, yeah, that's fair. That like, is fair. Like, was it three weeks ago? My beard was like down to here. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Jesus Christ. But yeah, no, Jesus I, I mean, the, I could I could talk about Assassin's Creed for hours. I, I know we all could. We've oh, we've dude. played we've yes. played all of them. Right. So it's like. Yep. I, I I'm I'm actually excited, especially the fact that they they're doing free DLC to mix in with the game, which, you know, free stuff is always nice. You know, that's yeah. that's yeah. where we as as gamers win. Right. We get more content for our original investment. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Uh, Xander says that's not Island, homie. That's Asian, my guy. See, the thing that you're wrong here on Xander is it's it's the Asian part of me. Uh, you're you're right. Maybe that is the Asian part that makes this not connect. But the island part is how all of it's kind of just like growing, like right, right on here, right on here. But it never grows on my cheeks. It just does not grow on my cheeks. I just cannot grow a fucking beard on my cheeks to save my life, to save my you goddamn want, life. Okay? You want some of my cheek hair? Because if I don't shave, it grows up to here. I want some of your hair, but not <laughs> the one on your face. Uh, Garrett, do you oh, want to take? Hey. <laughs> go ahead and take the last story, my dude. We're kind of real close on time. So go ahead and take it away, my guy. <laughs> Sure, sure. 
All right. Uh, Microsoft admits its handling of Lionhead Studios was a misstep. And this is coming from Matt Perslow at IGN. In a new six-part documentary series, Microsoft has said that its handling of Lionhead Studios, which was shut down in 2016, was a mistake that helped shape the way Microsoft now works with its acquired developers. The sixth episode on Power On, the story of Xbox, features a short segment dedicated to Lionhead. One of the biggest missteps that we learned from the past was Lionhead, said Shannon Loftus, who was general manager of Global Gaming's Global Games Publishing when Lionhead was shuttered. We originally uh, we had already published Fable 1 and it was a hit. People wanted more, so we bought Lionhead. Those were good years. But after Fable 2, Connect came along and Fable Connect, uh, the Fable Connect marriage just never really took, she explained. And then Fable the Journey was a passion project for a lot of people, but I think it deviated pretty significantly from the pillars of what Fable 1 and from what made Fable 1 and Fable 2 so popular. We acquired Lionhead in 2006 and shut it down in 2016, said Sarah Bond, head of game creator experiences and ecosystems at Xbox. A couple of years later, we reflected back on that experience. What, what did we learn and how do we not repeat our same mistakes? So what did Microsoft learn? You acquire a studio for what they're great at now, and your job is to help them accelerate that uh, how they do what they do and not uh, not them accelerate what you do. That's important. Like that's like this documentary really speaks to like Microsoft's willingness to adapt. Anyways, um, if you guys haven't seen it, you should watch it. But I watched all of um, it. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, it's clear, at least among those interviewed for the documentary, that Microsoft realizes they messed up with the British studio. I wish Lionheads were still a vile head a viable studio said Loftus while Lionhead is sadly no more. The studio's legacy lives on with a new fable game currently in development at playground games. This new version will balance old and new ideas for the fantasy RPG. And we built, uh, we built on the, we will build on the Forza engine, which is not bad, which is not a bad thing considering Forza five is one of the most beautiful games ever made. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I watched the same documentary and I remember hearing them all talk about it. And uh, yeah, you know, they owned up to it, though. They owned up to it. That's that's the important part. Most incredible part about it, I feel like. Did you guys ever have the opportunity? Do you guys play? Did you guys ever play the Fable games? Yeah, Yeah. I played. I played uh, one and two. I played three for a little bit, but. Literally, I didn't really same. vibe. Literally, same, I didn't yeah. vibe with it, so I just yeah, and turned it's it and off. kind of the same thing. But like the dude, the first one, the first game mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the first Fable title is the first game I think I personally experienced with like a legit morality system. For like me, it was Kotor. Of, oh yeah, I was, I was just about to say outside of Kotor. For me, it was real life stuff. Real life was like it's a game, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think I, mine. I think mine did. Did Fable come out first or Bully? Um, I never played Bully. I think Fable came out first because if I isn't um, Bully's a Rockstar game. Yeah, yeah. So and I think I think they were focused on other stuff because I want to say Fable came out on the PC and I remember playing. I remember playing Bully in like the GameCube era. 
Yeah. Okay. So okay. I'm pretty sure Fable came a little earlier. I don't have a specific date. If, if, uh, if, so, if someone in that. chat wants to uh, give us a fact check and drop that into fact check but, um, Discord, that'd be awesome. We love you. We love the you. point being, though, like I love Fable. Fable is a beloved like it's like a cult classic art fantasy RPG. Um, and I'm glad that Microsoft was willing and open about like the fact that they are don't always make perfect business decisions. And the fact that like Fable is still going to be here in the future with like this, I'm assuming it's kind of a soft reboot they're going to be doing. Um, and the fact that this new fantasy RPG is going to be running off of an engine originally designed for a racing game is a little exciting. So, yeah. So the way that they design assets for the latest engine that they used is they took, was it 12K cameras? Yeah. Out, out into the wild and took <clears throat> pictures of of landscapes and did satellite imagery like they did for for flight simulator. So if they use those assets and like reshape them, like see that's oh. what I think is going to be really great because Fable is set in a very um like British European esque environment. Mm -hmm. Like it's based off of that sort of like gothic fantasy. I feel like if they if they can use that 12K camera stuff they have with Forza and incorporate and like you said, reshape those stuff using real life assets from like British culture and like history, dude, that it's going to be next level. I'm super yeah. excited. I looked up uh, Fable and Bully. Fable came out in on September 14th, 2004 and Bully came out October 17th, 2006. So there was about ah, okay. two, a little over okay. two years between the two games. Okay. 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 That's fair. Um, yeah, no, this is cool. I mean, you guys basically said everything. It's, uh, um, it is unfortunate. I mean, I, uh, applause to Phil Spencer on this. I mean, Phil Spencer is like one of the most down to earth fucking dudes. And as far as like talking heads in the video game industry, like he, he is honestly probably the most down to earth dude in the video game industry right now. Super transparent um, too. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Like he, he's, he's, he's so just like, just about video games. Like he just wants people to love video games. Like, <laughs> and that's fucking rad. That's super rad. Um, yeah. Yeah, Phil Spencer is a gem, and he is probably the the saving grace to Microsoft after the the Don Matrick fiasco with TV. Yeah, yeah, we, TV. Don't, we don't we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the thing the thing is too is that like these things happen for a reason, and if it wasn't for you know Fable having or Lionhead specifically having this 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 unfortunate. Uh, inner destruction of their of their development team and their company. Um, we arguably wouldn't love Fable as, as much as we do now. You know what I mean? Like we would have ended up getting yeah. another Fable a long time ago and it would have been not very good. And we would have been like, yeah. well, that's it for Fable. And now because we've had some time to just stew and miss it and miss it and miss it and miss it. Now they have time to actually give us a Fable we mm -hmm. fucking deserve. You know what I'm and, saying? And here's the thing, like, Playground Games is a great studio and they know that they cannot fuck this up. They know that. Yeah. Like they know that oh, yeah. this has to be a good game. Just like Ubisoft with Splinter Cell. Yeah, that's why it should not be open world. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, it's gonna feel like I'm gonna no, no 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 we're we are 15 <laughs> minutes behind we're not getting into it again. I we're know. not doing it, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> we're no, not doing this again. Said, 
we are finished with the helm and all of our news for today. So we are going into the helm. No, oh, dude, oh, no, hands on deck. Hands on deck. There just we go. Hands on deck. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, it's just this talk of Splinter Cell open world just got me all fucking worked up, man. It's, it's, pro- it's probably because the last time we talked about it, we were going. <laughs> <laughs> from little waves into the helm <laughs> yeah that's true that's true yo uh, so this is where we talk about one game or a movie or a show that we've recently played watched or listened to a podcast or anything and uh we pitch it to you guys and see if you like it but um garrick I know you just went, but I want to hear from you because I have a feeling we've kind of done some similar things this weekend. Mm-hmm. So let, let, let me hear what you got, baby. One one each. One each. So oh, yeah. Oddly yeah. Enough, uh, even though we've been talking shit on Hulu this evening. Fuck, I have not been. About Hulu. Hulu. Did you guys know that have, Devin hates Hulu? Like Did you guys know I that? Like oh, Hulu. my God. Dude, what can Devin hates a lot just, of things that he doesn't hate. Now, I know, right? So everybody yeah. has Division can someone two, just dog. smack Arnell in the face with a Marlin? <laughs> a Marlin? <laughs> yes. That's an aggressive Marlin. move. That was racist. It is. You know, it's because I'm an Islander. It's a, <laughs> it's a fucking fish. What, do you what, do you want it to be a fucking salmon so that I can tell you that my ancestors wanted to beat the shit out of you with a salmon? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a hater. Arnold's <laughs> out here saying fuck Hulu. <laughs> Look at never getting up his fucking feelings, Garrett. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Unbelievable. So, Man, I'm assuming y'all, y'all brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming everybody is here is familiar with Rick and Morty. Even if you haven't seen it, you know what it is. So, um, there is like. There is a series on Hulu called Solar Opposites. You guys, have you guys watched it or are you familiar yes. with it? Yes. Uh, I feel like I've so, heard the name. Let me look at it. It is. So it's called Solar Opposites. It's a Hulu original. Um, I know Justin Roiland, one of the creators of Rick and Morty, is also one of the creators oh, of this show. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen and, I've seen ads for this. Okay. Yeah. So this show, I, I really like it. I, I think I actually like it more than I liked Rick and Morty. And that's because this show kind of feels to me just to kind of put it in some like layman's terms. Like Solar Opposites to me feels like what American Dad is to Family Guy. Oh, okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Like slightly lesser, still good, but you still get that existential dread of knowing that the show is not as good. Yeah, they're polar opposites. Kind of, except for. I actually like Solar Opposites better mm-hmm. because it takes itself even less seriously than Ricky Rick and Morty does. So you know how like Rick, Rick and, Morty, and Morty like they like take itself seriously. It doesn't. Know. It doesn't yeah, at okay. all. All right. All right. But yeah. like this show <laughs> takes itself even less seriously to the point where like so the main character is about aliens who crash who crash land on Earth and uh, they're like living in like like a faux little family unit in like their suburban household and mm-hmm. they don't even name their gadgets, dude. Like. When when stuff goes down, they're like, do you guys just want to go take care of this with some sci fi bullshit? And they will they that's what they call it. Sci fi bullshit, <laughs> because they're aliens and they don't need to explain what they're doing. Dude, there's eight episodes. There's two seasons in a holiday special. Uh, Twenty two minute run times. Each season is eight episodes apiece. If you have 
ever even thought about watching Rick and Morty, I urge you to give this a try. It is very easy to watch. Super funny. It's got a lot of that weird sort of wacky pseudoscience like bathroom humor that Rick and Morty does. It's just not like it's not it's not like aggressive about it like Rick and Morty is. That's what, it just that's, lets, that's what I was going to ask is I actually really do not like Rick and Morty. Am I going to like this? So I like this show better because I can just sit and watch it and like you and you know that like, all right, they're aliens and they're going to do some weird alien shit. And basically the <laughs> whole show <laughs> is, yeah, and what, dude, whatever that means per episode for real. And okay. so like a lot of the show kind of involves around them, like misinterpreting like human culture versus like their own culture. And so it's kind of quirky. And I like that because they're like they live on Earth, but they don't necessarily like being there, but they're still trying to like make the best out of it. And Coneheads. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. It's <laughs> it kind of sort of the same vibes, but like. With eight episodes at a 22 minute runtime, uh, if you hated Rick and Morty, try this. Oh, you man. might actually be pleasantly surprised. Spoiler because, alert, they're Klingons. Have to watch because, them on like, Hulu. Ugh. Because, like, Justin Roiland's dude, he, the dude's a comedic genius. And if, like, I feel like what made Rick and Morty kind of like downhill for a lot of people is like the overabundance of it on the internet because of the fandom. Solar Opposites doesn't have this. So you can just sit and enjoy the show and let it be a TV show without being some weird sort of zeitgeist. I, I that make sense. I have a weirdness yeah. about Rick and Morty in the same way that I now have weirdness about American Dad and Family Guy, where it, it just feels way more try hard than I want it to feel. You know what I mean? Where it's like South Park kind of just like does whatever the fuck South Park wants to do, right? Like American Dad and Family Guy like don't feel like they're at that point anymore. They feel like they're trying to win people back. And that's kind of like what Rick and Morty has always just felt like where they're trying to win people over. And it's just like it 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 fe- it feels like it doesn't take itself too seriously. And because of such, they're they're doing it so purposefully that because of such, it feels like they do actually take themselves too seriously. And that that's that's just my perspective. It just felt like that right. to me. I'm not saying that that's actually what they do because I have no fucking clue. I've only watched like two episodes. I was like, this is so not it, <laughs> not it for me. Um, so I mean, like with that said, do you 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 think you think I should give it a swing? Like, yes, you should absolutely give it a swing, dude. For okay. real, for real. Because right. like it's. It's different enough from Rick and Morty because like so you just kind of piggybacking off of what you said about, you know, like Family Guy getting getting to like that point And it's like it's run history where like it's just you're like, all right, Family Guy has a formula now. You know what that formula is like Solar Opposites is like the forgotten cousin of Rick and Morty. And because it's got that little bit of like it's just a side thing, they really don't give a fuck. Like there are several episodes where they straight up shit on Hulu themselves. Yeah. R- r- all the Very time. Nice. Very nice. So, so, Very nice. but before, before we move on to the next, um, you said that this is like the American dad to the, the family guy, you know, like Rick and Morty's solar opposites. What's their Cleveland yeah. show? Dude, I don't know that they, I don't the think Simpsons. they have a Cleveland show. But like, big, big, big mouth. It's big mouth. Big mouth. Big mouth is really good. Okay. Big mouth is very entertaining. But it's really too much. Good. If too you, much for me. If you hated, if you hated Rick and Morty, but you like there, you can tell that there's like 
a draw there. You're like, I want to check this out and I want to like it, but I just can't because it's just too fucking extra. Like mm. Solar Opposites is that toned down, easier to watch version of that. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. seriously, check it out. Like, I, I, I binge watched all like all 16 episodes and the holiday special. And the holiday special is just 20 minutes of it shitting on Jingle all the way. And I loved it. <laughs> That's so good. I love Jingle all the way. <laughs> nah. It's turbo time. <laughs> yeah. So, Who yeah, told check you it out. you could eat my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it got renewed for a third season. So people Jamie. are still watching it. All right, Sorry. Devin, who's next? Me or you? Yeah, I'll one. go, I'll go. So uh, I got a short one this week. We kind of touched on it earlier. Um, I decided to marathon all six episodes of the uh, Xbox um, documentary miniseries. Boy, it was good. It was actually really good. And I could totally see them like making a movie off of that. The, the original Xbox and the way that it was created. Because those stories were actually pretty good, and Bill Gates is not a nice person, apparently. No, and, uh, no. In his it's meetings, been, it's been very known that he was not. A, he's not a fucking good guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's he's great a asshole. Big yikes! Or probably still is. <laughs> big you yikes! Know? Yikes! Let's get the yikes but, in the chat. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, big yikes. <laughs> but the story is really cool, and I think it's really cool that like a bunch of essentially like really young. Uh, dudes in the industry like younger than we are right now pretty much got the chance to to you know start this up because they wanted to yeah. you know and the yeah. way that they did it and like how they they were just extremely persistent and just barging in on every single meeting they could just to get a chance to talk to somebody about it and how they had the fucking the team that helped with the dreamcast and the 3do try to make the first xbox and we all know how successful those consoles were back in the day mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it's 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 just an entertaining story and just like um it's really cool seeing how many hands were involved in trying to make it a thing when the company didn't want to do it at all in the first place and everybody and at the time everybody thought it was a joke and you know everybody didn't like Microsoft at the time because of a big uh, class action lawsuit with from the government and stuff like that on them on, you know, spying and, you know, tech. We don't we don't need to go down that road right now. But yeah, um, bir- birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. Yeah. Yeah. Birds yeah, aren't yeah, real. Yeah, you know, yeah, drones. That's, that's what we got. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's just a cool, uh, cool uh, mini short series. Um, they pretty much go over like all the like negative parts of of microsoft's like um you know the the way that they've conducted their business and like they they talk about their downfalls too they don't sugarcoat it which is actually really cool um like like the story was talking about earlier you know they they made a mistake with lionhead studios they made a mistake with rushing the 360 a year earlier than it should have been out you know they talk about all those things and um, it, it's it's really cool to see them just own up to it and not sugarcoat it like a lot of other corporate companies do. It's nowadays. a very it's a very, very transparent documentary. Mm-hmm. Like they tell you what is up. It's really and it's really entertaining too. like getting to hear all the insider stories from like the people, like you said, that were just trying to make it happen, like mm-hmm. just trying not even after the success, like just building up to the existence mm-hmm. of the Xbox. It's crazy. 
I, I I forgot I forgot his name already, but the uh the the guy who was in charge of making the design of the box and he was taught and like everybody was talking about how everybody thought he was insane because he wanted to construct a box that had like a glowing green laser that shot straight out of you from your entertainment center. And he's like, yeah, it'd be really cool. It shoots everybody in the face. And like, that's how he was talking about it. And I was like, but like everybody at the office, they're like, we love him, but he's fucking nuts. <laughs> I mean, we need, was... we need, we need someone like that with good crack. And, you know, I was like, yeah, let's get, mm-hmm. let's get that. We need more of that yeah. live here. And also, um, they also talked about how Microsoft saved Bungie, like literally saved Bungie. Bungie was about to tank because of uh, because of their deal with Activision. Yeah. And Mythic. No, not even the Activision one, but really uh, the the, uh, Mythic Quest for um, for Mac. That's right. I forgot about that. It was one of the worst games apparently that was ever made isn't, and it had a t- yeah isn't ton that of game what breaking the, bugs isn't that what that that show is supposed to be about yes yeah myth yes. west yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah okay it's based on that okay um but yeah uh and that game shipped with a game breaking bug that wiped people's hard drives nice Love and and them. i think what was Love it like it was like 300,000 copies Early they had to replace yeah damn imagine imagine it it tanked them financially and they had like two weeks to figure it out and microsoft was like hey hey, hey, you know what what are you working on oh you got halo hey we'll buy you out we'll save you you know and that's that's what they did and um but like it's kind of cool like knowing that microsoft started with with an acquisition like that to save a company but also get a good ip out of it and to see them work like over time just put put in the uh the the belief behind all these other companies to make games for them just like what they've done with all the recent acquisitions and stuff and like seeing that growth and how they got there and how they admitted all the mistakes they made you know with the the launch of the xbox one the ring of death and and so on right um it's really good it's really good and it's all on youtube and it's free to watch and it's yeah i i recommend it whether you're a fan of microsoft or not it's still very uh knowledgeable and has a lot of if you're a gamer like if you're a gamer and you're into like the gaming industry news like it's Mm -hmm. worth checking i I, i'm honestly don't know how the fuck i missed that this had dropped i i totally spaced on it but yeah no i'll I'll definitely watch it um just came out yesterday just came out so oh, you're not okay, far okay, behind okay, okay. yeah i'm okay. not all the way th- i'm not through all six episodes i'm only like three in. i've okay, watched okay. every single one also did you know that at every launch bill gates has personally gone to electronics stores to make sure he hands out the first consumer console to the first person i did not know that yeah i, I, know that. I hmm. as much of as a piece of shit he is he does actually like video games and every time he does that he sends people home in a limo God Dude, damn. I kind of I like the idea of like that, like that consumer tradition kind of because mm-hmm. like it's 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 a it's more than just a business practice. Like it's it's mm-hmm. like a it's it's like it's like the cutting of the ribbon, you know, like it's well, just like this is the first Xbox to go out into the wild. Well, that's that's, they, that's video game culture, though, right? Like that's that's yeah. that's why we fell in love with it, because of it like video game industry transcends just being an industry. 
And that's the beauty of it. That's why we've all fallen in love with video games over the years. And so, yeah, no, I mean, like, regardless of Bill Gates being a massive fucking bunghole, you know what I'm saying? Just like just just the fattest fucking butthole there could possibly be. You know what I'm saying? And they you talk know, about he's, it. He's, they talk. They about talk it about too. his butthole. They talk about it, Bill Gates. Oh, butthole. yeah. No, they, Guys, they this just in <laughs> Bill Gates butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it is on this Microsoft documentary. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> actually, but, actually, they do show somebody's crack in one of the. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gr- on YouTube. <laughs> real quick. Gr- Griff says, oh, man, the ring of death made me want to commit homicide. Ooh, fucking retweet yeah. to that. Uh, Larry in the chat. Larry, we love you. Um, I went through seven 360s uh, because of that damn ring. Thank God for warranty. For real, I went through two. I I went through two. I I I had two, but I didn't suffer from the red ring. My disk drive failed, and then I fixed it, and then it failed again, and then I said fuck it, and I went and bought the slim Xbox. So my so my my second one, the disk drive also started to fuck up to the point where I had to smack the top of my Xbox to get it to open and close. (laughs) Yeah, I lost. I had I actually only ever had one three sixty. Boy, that. It was the it was the 360 that kept on keeping on, but I lost it to the red ring three quarters of the way through my original playthrough of Black Flag. Oh, no, Dude, no. I literally I was so pissed. I went out and bought a PlayStation the next day. <laughs> Damn, dude. I uh, was it was it uh, I, I have my I don't have my original 360 anymore i think it's sitting in a box at my parents but i do have the the slim one here still and i have a skyrim playthrough on there that's like 400 and something hours <laughs> oh man oh. Yeah. yeah 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 that's my that's my steam my steam skyrim dude i get it yeah i get it yeah well, uh i gotta be quick because we're really fucking yeah, yeah go um, for it uh, I played It Takes Two. I'm not done with it yet, but I started playing it uh, with my my little sister, or as she would like me to call her, her genetic variant. Uh, my genetic <laughs> variant is what they would like me to call them. Um, <sighs> yeah, I started playing it too, actually, with it, uh, my partner. So, for, so yeah, that's what I was going to say. For, first things first, uh, Garrick was not wrong. De- this game is definitely better playing it with someone that you have like a deep yes. personal attachment with. Uh, secondly, this game absolutely deserved game of the year, and I'm not even fucking done with the game yet. Dude, like this, this, this does. game, it's so dog. Good. This game is is so fucking fun already. Like it is so much fucking like talk about like not just being like the best multiplayer like concept ever. Just like the way that you have to handle multiplayer like gameplay in this is so mm. clever and well done and well thought out. What's up here? Does it not like perfectly encapsulate the energy that you got like sitting as a kid, like crisscross applesauce in front of your it, TV? It is it is it is like like in in accumulation of it, it feels like the developers took everything they have ever loved about a co-op game, a couch co-op game mm-hmm. ever, period. And they said, let's just make that modern. Let's make that fucking modern. Let's do cool shit yes. with that concept of a good couch co-op. And they did it. They fucking did. I really I really was out here thinking that like a way out was going to be like one of the coolest like concept of multiplayer stuff ever. But then this fucking game, I started this up, me me and my genetic variant, Shanna, we we started playing it 
and we hit the first boss, the vacuum fight, and we were mm-hmm. like, "This goes fucking dumb, Dude. dog. This goes. This how, is how it's far? hype. Why how is far fight? Did you get? Uh, we're, we just beat the toolbox. Like we're oh, like an hour dude. after the toolbox. You guys so it's, have so much more know, to enjoy. So much, yeah. so much. Larry, Larry with the subscription. We love you. Thank you, baby. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, this, yeah, dude. This this game absolutely fucking earned game of the year in every way. And I'm not even fucking done with it. It only gets better. It only gets better. Like, are yeah. you kidding me, dude? I'm I'm really fucking excited for it. Uh, we had a blast playing this for the few hours that we did. And, uh, and we're, and we're now like scheduling like sit downs for, for me and them to, to sit down and knock this game out and try to like get our way through it. I just, I can't believe they took a bunch of shit that has no right being as hype as it is and made it fucking hype. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh my God, we got the nail and just like, Oh, you don't oh, even know. I'm I'm the a powers. few hours. All the powers yeah. in our dude. It, I yeah. didn't even know you got abilities in this game. I thought it was just going to be like a traditional puzzle platformer, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it go, it goes so hard. Yeah, yeah. I dude, I'm dude. I'm a couple hours past where you're at right now, and uh, let's just say there's a lot more boss fights. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Actually, uh, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. I won't spoil it, but. The next the next part you're going to do is going to be really fun. <laughs> it's going to be we're really excited. Dude. We we both finished. Yeah. So like the, the beauty of this is that like I brought it up to Shanna and I was like, hey, this game is up for game of the year. And they're like, mm-hmm. I bet and we haven't played video a video game together in years in actual mm. years. And just like G- Garrick is saying, we sat down, we fired this up, we got maybe 30 minutes in, and it was just like we were still kids playing playing a fucking yeah. video game together. It was incredible. It was fucking incredible. Like I could not believe like how just well thought out this game was. Bravo to them, dude. Bravo mm. to fucking them. This this game is superb. Anyways, yeah, that's that's all I got for for this week. I've I've, I've just been kind of watching old shit in the meantime, but um yeah 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 cool cool well i mean yeah there there's a lot more we could talk about i'm sure but like i those are all good things and i will have to check out that show and uh i will i will converse with you about it takes two some more here after we yeah, both get a I chance wanna to know, play some more. i want to know how you guys feel about it as you progress like it's good. I'm in love i'll give, I'll give you updates i'll give you i, I will I, say this i need i, I need this. the tea it's 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 very good it's very deserving. I still like Guardians more, though. That's just uh, yeah. me. All right. What are, yeah. we, what are we going on to now, Devin? What are we going no, on no. to? No, <laughs> no. It's not an argument thing. I acknowledge it. I give its graces to Game of the Year and all that stuff. It's just me I on a personal level. Me on a personal level. I just, Guardians just speaks to me a little bit more. That's, that, that's all. That's fair. That's I get all. It. That's fair. Um, but since uh, all the hands are on the deck and coming off the deck because we're getting sent to the fucking gallows. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to talk about our 2022 gaming predictions. So uh, get your fucking lists out, boys, because we're taking turns on giving our predictions and video games of 2022 and what we think we can expect. Um. So what we'll do, how many do we want to go on here? I would say, I mean, like, it depends. Do we want to do a post show or. I mean, 
Yes, Larry, Starfield. Always Starfield. I mean, honestly, I think this, <laughs> this is going to be a really fun subject. We can maybe skip on post-show for one more week and, or one more yeah. episode and uh, and just really dive deep. Let's let's say let's say five each. Let's say okay. five each. I okay. think that, I'll that'd go be with good my one. first one. We kind of talked about it earlier. That's why I want to get it out of the way right, right, right. now. And, and also, too, before you start, though, before you start, mm-hmm. chat, please, just like Larry, give us your predictions for next yes. year, too. We, we we like getting you guys involved in these conversations here. So give give us your predictions for what you think is going to be happening in the industry next year, and we will read them off as we go along. Yeah. Go ahead, Devin. So my first one I have is, uh, and this is because at the Video Game Awards, when they showed the new trailer for Horizon Forbidden West, I noticed they did not attach a date to it, like almost everything else we got. So um, I'm out. I, I'm out. <laughs> I don't think we're getting Horizon this spring. I think we're going to be getting it in the uh, September, like right at the beginning of Q4. And I hate, I, I hate this. I hate think, it. You think it'll you think it'll be like a closer to holiday release? Yeah, that's why I think September Q4, because... Q4 starts in November, dog. Oh, OK. So right at the end of Q3. So, um. I, I think we're or mid Q3. Um, I I think the reason why is it's not it's not fully ready yet. And the, they have not given us any dates in a while. The dates have been rescinded online. Uh, the industry also thinks the game isn't ready as well. Um, and that this is coming from uh, the most recent person I know who talk about this is a uh, blessing from Adio a junior from kind of funny games. He, sure. he also has, has this insight as well. And um, it, I also think they want to get away from Elden ring a little bit because right now as it stands, Elden ring and horizon, we're going to be very close. And we did see Elden ring win most anticipated. Game. Elden ring is definitely a sales threat to yeah. horizon. Mm-hmm. Because I I feel like it it touches a very similar market because although Horizon is is more easily available to a wider audience of people who would play it, it's still restricted to one console, you know, where Elden Ring is on everything, but they kind of pull from the same type of people who would play it, you know, so yeah. yeah. I, and, and that's why I think that it's it's not a stab at you, even though it is kind of a jab. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I just I, I have my reasons. It's not it's 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 just for that. Welcome back, Surreal. Um, hey, Griff, Surreal's back. Let's go. Let's go. Griff says in the industry, there will be a huge entrance from a small Aussie India's in indie studio that will dominate the world. Let's go. And he's not being biased. Let's go. Griff. (laughs) Let's go. All right. Um, I am actually going to take notes on, uh, these predictions here. Um, so horizon forbidden West, um, coming September, you said, Mm-hmm. 2022. All right. Uh, who's next, Evan? Um, Garrick. All right. Oh, I got a lot of I got a lot of games. I so said it's not I a stab. Think... It's a jab. Sorry, <laughs> <sir>. <laughs> Let's see. I think this is so there's a game that got announced earlier this year. We've seen a lot of stuff on it, um, which is uh, Harry, the Wizarding World's Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am I I'm actually I'm pretty hyped for this game and uh, I would I'm hoping 
I have a pretty good feeling that this game is probably going to end up being a holiday release next year. Okay. Holiday release. And I think I think they're doing it. I think they're going to do it in a holiday release because I I think they want to pair the release of this game in tandem or very close to the release window of Fantastic Beasts 3 Secrets of Dumbledore. You really yeah. you really think they're trying to have those coincide? Can I give you a hot take? I think it. that I think this game is going to get indefinitely delayed and or canceled. That's wild. I, that is that, wild. That, We've seen it happen before. It has happened before. The only reason I don't think that's going to happen with this case is there's actually a lot of information that the the developer Port Key Games has just been open about. Specifically, they have been really transparent with the lack of involvement from J.K. Rowling, which is I actually think that their their willingness to distance um, her themselves from her as an individual. I mean, obviously, because they're using her material. Um, I feel like that's going to give the game a little bit of push. But the thing is, is like we saw Pokemon Go's like try to branch out into the that uh, Niantic tried to branch out into the Harry Potter like with Wizards Unite and it got it's getting shut down this year. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Harry Potter's in a weird tenuous place, but I feel like I actually feel like Hogwarts Legacy is gonna open up Harry Potter mm-hmm. like the Harry, the Wizarding World to like a bigger gaming franchise. As much as I fucking hate jk rowling and for real like all she's a fucking turf and she's a shitty person but you can like fuck jk rowling like as an individual she is just the worst but you know it is impossible to deny the impact on pop culture that harry potter has had um i love the wizarding world and the lore that it has um the fact that this is going to be our first real action adventure open world harry potter game i feel like it has it's got room to impress despite its controversial uh, release and material source. Yeah, I it's it's either that or I just don't think it comes out this year. I think we see it at E3 this year, but I, I think I think that might be a, a 2023, like early 2023. I could see it going that way. I just mm-hmm. really think with the fact that we were finally getting trailers for the new Fantastic Beast mm-hmm. stuff, since the whole Johnny Depp scenario um, that like, I feel like they're going to try really hard to kind of like to double down and this and be like, this is going to be the Harry Potter year, you know? So like, that's kind of why I'm feeling that the industry is going to push for that because I feel like port key games is a new, they're a very new um, publisher developer uh, and this is going to be their first game. So I feel like pairing their launch around that release window would actually be a boon for them. Yeah, yeah, but also fuck J.K. Rowling. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. for real, fuck J.K. Rowling. <laughs> fuck I will, J.K. Rowling. I will never defend her. But welcome, big yeah. husky. Oh, husky in the chat. What's happening, dude? We haven't seen you in a bit. What's happening, baby? What's happening, baby boy? All right. So my first prediction um, for 2022, I think that uh, we get. So everyone thinks that we're getting Hellblade next year. I think we're getting in 2023. I think it gets I agree delayed. with that. I think it gets I fat delayed to uh, to to fall fall 2023. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm I thinking. I agree with you on that. I feel like 
Hellblade will be a great holiday release in 2023, especially since Microsoft has Starfield coming out this holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that makes a lot of sense to me. I, I have no no yeah. argument there. Yeah. And and one thing I've I've gotten used to, everything gets delayed now. And if it doesn't, pandemic baby. Si- yep. Yeah. Yep. And if it doesn't, we have Cyberpunk on our hands. <laughs> uh, I want to backtrack in chat real quick. Uh, Larry earlier said uh, Starfield, Dying Light 2, Tiny Tina's, uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Those are what I'm hyped about, as well as the new Star Wars game that was teased. Let's fucking go. Eclipse looks hot. I As as much as it's a uh, big time fuck Quantic, uh, quantic Dream, uh, they make good games. They make Yo, good games. So I got, I, 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 I have, yeah, yeah. That was probably one of the best cinematic trailers i've ever seen come from the game industry like straight up it looked gorgeous i didn't realize how how gorgeous it actually looked until i went back and watched it again i had to watch it again there's there's the scene where that dude is like hitting the drum and it shows his back and his back like has this like muscular jiggle for a second that looks so real so mm. real and how that motion yeah. would look on someone's back if they were just fucking ripped down to the nine. And oh, my God. Yeah, Go back I w- and watch it again. That same scene, you can literally see like air particles coming off like the Ugh. skin of the drum head. Oh, That's my amazing. God. I, I, so I watched it in 4K. Uh, right, the other all right, day. All right. Now I get to introduce our newest uh, addition. To what? Our why? You have a 4K TV too. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I watch it on There's my regular one, monitor. One. <laughs> it is. I have turned it into an official flex counter. <laughs> Why are you not even a flex counter when I'm trying to talk about the Bro, fucking You are just going to be called out forever until in, forever and ever now, dude. I hope oh, it reaches triple I digits you. by like I love halfway you, through next year. I love you. No, no, no Chase, Chase. Yeah, we you, you can't do it. It's only for the mods. Only for our mods can can add the flex alerts. Yeah. Uh, so um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I the level of detail too in seeing like the love that they put into that trailer, and seeing like the way that the light reflects off of like just the scenery and just like uh, the big takeaway too it for me was their eyes, like seeing their irises and everything, and and seeing how adaptive they were to light, and and the way that they were like moving around and stuff. Um, and I just want to end that with uh, fuck you, Ernell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That is totally fair. Yeah, that is totally fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll get my next predi- prediction. Sony shuts down PlayStation Studio. No I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jesus. All right. All right. We've, we've done one each so far. We got we got to burn through. Yeah, yeah. Let's so do it. Let's uh, do it. Um, next one is. Um, we will see God of War at E3, um, but it will be an announcement for spring of 2023. Wait, say that one more time. We, we will see God of War at E3 with an announcement of spring 2023. OK, so 2022 E3. OK, yeah. Yeah. With the announcement for release of spring 2023. Okay. I think I think God of War will be fallen in that February March spot. Okay, that's what I think. All right, you're wrong, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 sure. That's that's why all my delay predictions have come true. <laughs> Garrick, what's your next one? <laughs> oh, next one. I think 
I'm looking at the list here. So I actually feel like next year is going to be really strong in the indie category. I've noticed there's a lot of there's a lot of hot fire indie indie developers on the up and up right now. Sure. Um, and this one got announced at E3. We saw very little of it since then. Um, it is a title called The Little Devil Inside. We re- recently got some gameplay footage of that. And um, that one, uh, it's has it hasn't been very talked about. And it's uh, but they redes they they low key like redesigned the game since its initial trailer, and I feel like we're gonna see more of that um, at uh, either E three. Uh, actually, it'll more likely be at GamesCon this summer. We'll see more footage on the little devils inside, uh, but I don't think we're gonna get a release this year, despite it being an indie title. Okay, so little devil inside at GamesCon. Um... But no release date yet. But no release date in twenty. Yeah, no release date in twenty twenty two. Oh, okay. No release date in twenty twenty two. Or for yeah, twenty correct. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, I do not think it's going to release next year. Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. Just to clarify. <laughs> yeah. No. No. For sure. For sure. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity to counter Devin, and I'm going to say. I'm going to say I'm going to put the character down for a moment. Okay. I'm going to put bad guy or Nell down. Heal, heal or Nell down for a second. All right. All right. Horizon Zero Dawn is going to get delayed to summer 2022. I mean, I said September, so it's like the end of mm, summer. I'm, I'm thinking June. I'm thinking June. You're thinking June? I'm thinking okay, June. Then get, give it a give it give it a, a month. You know, it says summer. So say June. So June. I think I think we're going to get it. We're going to get it in June. And and then and then uh, Xander's going to say July and then Garrick's going to say August. So one of us. will be right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're going to get Horizon Forbidden West in June. And that is to give them that space for Elden Ring. Uh, but I'm going to add like a little modifier thing here. We're still going to get God of War next winter. No, that's going to be I'm I'm sure Garrick can agree with me on this. That's going to be 2023. If it is, I, it'll be in, if it is, it'll be in in February. But yeah, I really it's, it'll be a first quarter. But I really yeah, I, I really I really do, I don't see it. I don't see it like because here, here's the deal, right? Like we've we talked about this before, like. They 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 want these slates of games to come out because they need to have their comeback after this horrible first year that they entered with, with the PS five. And it's Mm -hmm. like, if they start pushing out all of their massive triple a titles that everyone is anticipating and everyone's waiting for specifically Ragnarok and horizon zero, like forbidden West, those are their two heaviest hitting titles for the PlayStation five. Yeah. Outside of Spider-Man. Right. So it's like, yeah, at this point, like they need that comeback. And I think that the more they put things off, the the more they're going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. I feel like they're mm-hmm. going to put out they're going to sacrifice Forbidden West's overall quality. It's going to come out very buggy. It's going to come out a little bit of a mess, but they're going to allow that to happen because they want God of War to take that pedestal. I, I don't think they're going to do that. And I only say that. I know. Because that they, also, <laughs> they also have forespoken that comes out right at the end of May. It comes I, out May well, 22nd. Mm, I'll get there. I'll get there. Devin, what is, what, is, what, is your, what is your next prediction, Devin? 
my next prediction. Oh gosh. Um, wait, I didn't one? go. Yeah, let Garrett go. Garrett has <laughs> oh, to go. Wait, what? I haven't done. Right. You said yeah, little devil inside. Went. I'm on my I'm on my third one, aren't I? Yeah. Dev- Devin didn't put his third one. Oh no, you're right. You're no. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're oh, right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I think we are going to get Discord on consoles by uh, holiday 2022. Oh, Discord on consoles by specifically by right by holiday. Yeah, by holiday. Okay. Yep, 2022. All right. Okay. That's because a, I like that one. I like that one. That acquisition. We've already right? heard. Uh, we've already heard Sony invest in Discord. We know that Microsoft's been talking with Discord. I, I see at least one of the consoles getting Discord integration. Yeah, yeah, and I, and it. I it think it's nice. needed. I think it's needed. I think it needs just, to be there. Just having the ability to hang out with the homies that are console players, mm-hmm. like not even to play games, like just to be able, the ability to meet up in the social environment that Discord mm-hmm. provides, like. That, that's going to be awesome. I feel like I feel like that's something that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, especially it's like. Each each platform has its own voice chat, I mean, except for Nintendo, because they make you use your fucking cell phone <laughs> anyways, which is what you do for discord. <laughs> um, but uh, and and I think they just need to to get away from that and like let discord be the 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 leader in voice chat for for gaming because i mean it it already is right when we when we think about it when it comes to pc um and we fuck we use it for almost everything and um hey surreal there's a couple headsets i will send you some links to um that will make it so you can use discord on your phone and get audio from your xbox at the same time i'll hook you up later um but yeah no i i it just needs to be there it needs to be there. That's fair. for convenience for yeah. for uh, especially with crossplay being a thing too, you know, because well, we all know that uh, that fucking in-game chat audio can just be horrendous at times. <laughs> well, here here's the deal. Here's the deal. This generation is all about convenience entirely. Mm-hmm. I I 100% vibe with this. I I I'm honestly a little surprised it didn't happen already to be frank Same. with you. Like I like I think it should have been this holiday. Um but they're probably just nailing out the last of like the fine print on the contracts and shit like that. They they probably mm-hmm. already have it figured out that they're going to be doing it. Like all the paperwork is like ready. They're just not ready to announce it yet cuz they have a couple more ducks in a row that they need that they yeah. need to get in a row, excuse me. Uh Garrick, what is your next prediction, my friend? Uh, next year, I believe I'm going to go with around summertime, just kind of during once again, just around the E3 Gamescom time. That seems to be pretty heavy for announcements. Uh, I feel we are going to get an announcement for a bundle release featuring Spider-Man and Miles Morales for a PC port. Oh, and do you oh, yeah. have do you you said for E3 next year? Uh, yeah, just around E3 or Gamescon, just around that summertime like announcement window. I feel like that's cool. Yeah. Window, yeah, yes, yeah, whatever they call it these days. I'm so sorry, but uh, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Um, but yeah, but it, I, and I feel like they are gonna do because they use the same engine. I feel like we're gonna get a bundle release featuring the original Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Dude, they should. I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn again on my PC. God. Dude, this oh. dude, fucking Spider-Man 
the both Spider-Man and Miles Morales look phenomenal, even just on a PS4 Pro. Just on like, the PlayStation I, I, 4 Pro I, looks I, so good. I saw it on yeah. my 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 brother's PlayStation 5 for Miles Morales. Oh my fucking god, I, that game looks I, so good. It's the ray tracing, dude. They yeah. use the ray tracing perfectly mm. in that game, mm. which which is exactly why I love playing them on pc because i get to play with all that all the little settings and stuff i i played the first spider-man on a ps4 slim and it looked great it really did it was heavily optimized and it was great except for when my ps4 sounded like a jet engine because it was a slim model (laughs) that's why i sold it oh no no it was like yeah yeah, (laughs) that's how like when i was playing god of war i could hear it over the tv sometimes i was like damn um yeah, yeah. Erdell, did you give your third one? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, I think um, uh, my next prediction, next E3, um, we get an announcement for uh, Wolfenstein 3. Yeah, I can, well, it technically be uh, four. As, I was going to say th- core title? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, that'd be, that'd be dope. Actually... You might want to rethink that because that same team is working on the Indiana Jones game. The, uh, oh, yeah, they, 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 okay. The team's going to be going to be able to do that. God of War was working on two different games at the exact same time. Oh, and, okay. and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, I, I can totally, I can totally see it. Cause I feel like it's time. Cause you know, you yeah. know how there's like, there's that like three to six year window where it's like, if you haven't seen a, a title in a while, it's more than likely been getting worked on for the past little bit. And you just got that feeling. You got that feeling in your gut. That's what I got for, for Wolfenstein right now. I feel like, I feel like it's, it's coming. It's coming. I, I'm just, look, <laughs> I'm I'm just looking, I'm just looking up the release date. Uh, Sur- uh surreal. <laughs> Chase said, I mean, it's only been two years. It's only been two years since young blood came out. That, so that wasn't really a full, a full core release though. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It, it's uh, BJ Blaswitz's daughters, and BJ Blaswitz is in the game, that, and it is a full campaign. But the, it, it was a tw- it was a, like a, a twenty hour experience that was focused on multiplayer, though. Like I don't think they were trying to treat that as mm. as a core game. Not multiplayer, just co op. But it is a narrative story driven game. I've what played the, it. What the fuck does multiplayer? You're multiple players. Little well, semantics. Like, <laughs> the, way, the way that you said it, it like talked about it being like a hero shooter or a call of duty or something oh I, no 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 no! i, I wasn't yeah. mean i wasn't meaning like online multiplayer but you you yeah you, yeah, yeah. It, uh, you should play it and I'd, I'd actually be willing to play that game again with you on pc because i played on i mean i played on xbox so i think it's even crossplay, but it's sure. a good game it's actually really good um but i i just don't think <laughs> we're gonna see it just personally because i, have, I think i, I think they're gonna I be feeling I think they're going to be highlighting Indiana Jones because we only got a little announcement trailer. We didn't get an actual trailer yet. And that's that, it's, and it's the a freaking same. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Game. And, yeah. I, and I yeah. and, and because of, I'm not going to count this as one of my things. I don't think we're getting Indiana Jones till 2024. Honestly, I think I that see, I've, I think late 2023. I think I think the, the Indiana Jones like teaser that we got, the announcement that we got is going mm-hmm. to be treated the same way that they do with Elder Scrolls. Like they're announcing it now, so people know that it exists. I think it's going to get fucking delayed out the ass on the low key, and we're not going to mm-hmm. see until like, yeah, we'll beginning twenty twenty four. And 
we'll see. I just think that's more of a priority than Wolfenstein is because of the IP that's attached to it. And they also have Disney breathing down their necks on it. And Todd Howard is producing it too from Bethesda. Yeah. yeah. Um, but fair. I mean, it, if we do get it though, I'll be stoked because Wolfenstein's tight. Okay. I just want to preference that. Oh, dude. Um, new, new clock. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah. oh, boy. Dude, those games are oh, amazing. Boy. Um, Anyways, though, Devin, your next prediction. Yeah, my next prediction is at E3, we will get an announcement of the uh, of Sony's version of Game Pass with also a uh, store on PC. So they will have their version of Game Pass on PC as well, um, coinciding with uh, first party titles releasing on PC. Okay, okay, okay. First titles okay i'm saying i'm saving this for us to look at next year just letting you guys no, oh i know i know I, wrong I'm, we were. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm reaching i'm reaching for these right now because it's just things i want to put into Re- existence realistically i mean not, it's, none it's, of us are gonna be reaching. that right yeah none of <laughs> yeah. us are gonna be that right for real like it's it's fine no nobody really knows yeah that much we're we're not we're not fucking jason sure we're not we're not we're not you need in at that level we don't know fucking anything on the low-key at all what we have so no like, insider information yeah like zero we have no reason or to do believe we? any of this <laughs> we have no reason to believe any of this besides our just general knowledge of the video game industry and our instincts and that's it <laughs> um Chase in the chat says, I would appreciate more if PlayStation just did cross-platform on everything and no more exclusives. Uh, no, fuck that. We need exclusives. It'll, uh, it'll never happen. Yeah, it's, never gonna, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Competition breeds of ingenuity. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Now, uh, Surreal is also just, just fucking stinging Chase in the chat. I'm here for it. I love it. Stinging I love Chase, it. man. Just, just it's bur- not even hard to do. Surreal's <laughs> 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 just out here just keeping all of our asses in check. I'm so You'd here say for Surreal it. out here is being real okay garrick what's your next <laughs> what is your next uh your next prediction for 2020 we're on we're on round four y'all and then we're and then we're the uh, one more and we're done steam deck handheld console will yeah. be delayed in 2020 uh to a holiday release not q1 like initially planned delayed to holiday 2022 i like that i do not I have I do like I've heard very little about it since you were able to do the initial pre-order. The initial pre-order is a great idea to gauge production numbers, but I still think but I still think yeah, it is only $5. So if you're interested just 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 do it. But like I I don't think it's it's it makes no sense to me to to try to release that that sort of product that early in the year. I feel like they're just giving that February placemat because they know they're going to delay it to holiday season. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I feel like I've seen, I feel, I, f- I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I feel like I've seen some, some people in our industry either already get one or they were just about to get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's definitely some, some, uh, um, some content creators out there who already have versions of the console themselves. Yeah. I feel like they're still testing the market, though, because the console, honestly, for what it is, it seems rather powerful. I want to get one. <laughs> and I, I, I actually think I will, too. But I think I think that Valve is going to end up kind of taking a step back and re-evaluating like production cost on this. 
because mm-hmm. it's way more powerful than the switch, but the price point's very similar. No, it's like double the cost. Like, is the, it? The, yeah, I thought it was yeah. 400. There, there's a 499 model. Ah, excuse me. And yeah. there, yeah. and there's a 599 model. And then there's like a five. And then there's like a 649 model. Is what it, is what okay. I think it is. Yeah, I was only uh, aware of the 499. It's model. just based on yeah. like the storage, right? Uh, the storage and the the 649 one comes with a dock and everything, so you can hook it up to a TV or a computer monitor and stuff like that. And the dock makes it so you can hook up mouse and keyboard to it as well. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, you guys yeah. ready for my round four? Yeah. Do give it. it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Guys, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. I think next E3, we get the official announcement of the Switch Pro. It's not going to be called the Damn Switch it. Pro, but I think we're getting the Switch Pro next, you took next mine. E3. Let's go, baby. Let's fucking you go. You took mine. Yo, Devin. Hey, we're on, we're on the same. We're on the same yeah. brain wavelength. Yeah. It's time, they, baby. They, they, it's they have time. to. They have to make up for the OLED. They mm. have to. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's time. Now, here's the deal, though. A part of me thinks we're really wrong because I, if we look at like what Nintendo has trended in their decisions of releasing like different versions of their generations, um, they usually keep it to like once every two years and the OLED like two it to three years. It fits the release formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like I think you and I are on par, but at the same time, though, like there's the chance that like they're just gonna yeah. be like, no, fuck that. Like that's the gonna be OLED's the last thing rumored. we come out with. The OLED's been rumored for like what three years now, at least. No, not the OLED. Nobody fucking knew the OLED was coming. It was well, the Pro uh, well, that as we the were Switch Pro. Yeah, because because yeah. of the One X and the PS4 Pro. You know. Um, <laughs> what? Fucking Chase in the chat. <laughs> wait what so chase so chase asked me this question earlier <laughs> i fucking i gave my answer i hate it i hate it yeah yeah chase asked me this earlier surreal um so just to oh. give you a little backer because surreal's new here <laughs> surreal's fairly new here uh chase is one of our I wish it wasn't so, Yikes. but Chase is one of our homeboys, and he he does would you rather questions very often with us. And his last would you rather question was absurd. <laughs> we gave him so much shit for it for a long time. Uh, you have no obligation to answer him uh, <laughs> at all uh, whatsoever. With that said, um, we are about to hit two hours. Devin, last round. Go. What is your oh, last last round? Last prediction. Let's go. You know what? I'm gonna alter my last prediction since you you took it. Hey, I think go. I think Nintendo's gonna announce a new console that they're working on, but it's not a Switch. Oh, what do you think it is? Just a new console. Really? Okay. Yeah. You think so? Dude, I feel like they the haven't even hit e- the switch still has a couple of years left. They, they re- Nintendo really. OK, OK, release. OK. All right. All right. OK, I'll rescind it. I think that we're going to get an announcement of the GameCube classic. Oh, GameCube. That, oh, I like that. That, I like that. has some fun implications. <laughs> I, like that. Yeah, I like that. I'm Let's here go. for that. My guy. Do, do you have do you have a time when they make this announcement? 
no i just it's it's our 2022 predictions okay, sure, it could, sure they sure. could they could do that in a fucking random ass nintendo direct you know what i mean <laughs> i mean larry gave you the the xander nut button the xander nut yeah. in the chat so i think i think he's about it he's about it man i like that i like that prediction yeah. a lot that's that's and i would one. also just like a psp classic where they just make a new fucking psp <laughs> you yeah, know I would, what I'm I, would, I would like a a ps 5p we love you too chase we love you too uh a, a, a brand new psp would be lit would in fact be litty as one would say um, a new sony handheld of any kind would god be damn yeah. cool. god but damn. they'll disguise it as a sony xperia phone <laughs> the only last like three months <laughs> garrick what is your last round prediction my friend all right, I don't have any big, cool, crazy funds for my last pick. Oh, trash, um, trash. I know, dude. I I didn't I didn't come prepared, but um, I don't know if you guys have heard inklings of a little title called Atomic Heart. Oh yes, yes. Uh, big news. Day if, one Game Pass. Yes. So Atomic Heart's release, I believe, will actually be. I believe that if Tom Atomic Heart releases in 2022, as it is originally planned to, it will be the franchise to finally push the Fallout franchise back into greatness because it will be firm competition. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about that is both the both Fallout, obviously, because it's owned by Microsoft now. Atomic Heart is entering a partnership with Microsoft to release on game pass day one on pc and console as well so that's interesting i feel like interesting it i feel like just because there's because right because microsoft owns bethesda now but they're doing this day one release and atomic heart is so in line with this with like the brand of gameplay that fallout Mm -hmm. brings that i feel like this is it's going to push bethesda to do good things if that makes sense I think it has the quirkiness of Fallout, but more of the gameplay and freakiness of like a Bioshock. I think it's more of a Bioshock competitor personally. I think I think uh, Bethesda, especially like the Fallout franchise, got its big like reality check when Outer Worlds came out. Yeah, because Obsidian tore it up with that one. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we you won't let us make a Fallout game yet again. All right, we'll just do this. It's fallout in space <laughs> you know and that and that's like but I, I see what you're saying i will say i'm very hyped for atomic hearts so. i am too which is but, why i which is why i want it to be good because i want it to breed other good things from its greatness yeah i think it will be though they've been working on that game for god the better part of half a decade now three years since we got the official announcement yeah yeah but but like working on it though like five yeah. years i think it, i think they're at five or six years in development yeah, that, which correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but that seems to be about the standard now for development games. That seems six years. N- normal. For yeah. How, how long yeah. you said about three, six, three to three to five is I would I'd say, say normal. I, I'm no, it, it I'd really, say like six years. It really is triple A titles. OK, for triple A. Yeah, it can it can be anywhere from five to eight, honestly, because it's like, hmm there's a lot of things that happen that like on, I mean, it also depends too. Are we talking about like the moment the game is signed to start becoming a game or are we talking like the moment it starts getting physically built? 
because those are two very different dates. Well, like, I mean, I would consider once you've got that first build, that's when the game is officially in development. Or when you're coding it. Yeah, like the, the first steps into coding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah, because like because yeah. Neil Neil Druckmann is currently hands writing, on the keyboard. Neil Neil Druckmann is currently writing the script for The Last of Us Three. Like, does yeah. that count as part I mean, of the development? Or I mean, yeah, he's developing the story. That is development. Because if you look at that time window, he also started The Last of Us Two script when The Last of Us One released. Like, he started that night on release date. Um, well, great. Yeah. So Griff says no. <laughs> just just no. <laughs> it's and up Griff, in the air, and Gr- right? And it's Griff, just up in the air. Griff being our resident uh, game developer guy here. Um, let's see. Griff, games do not exist until they are past prototype phase. There we go. Okay. It's okay. official. That's official. That's the official call. And, there we go. And, and there you he go. is the one to know. <laughs> he is the one to know. Up until that point, they are experienced. We appreciate you, Griff. We appreciate you. Yeah. Garrett, could you put into simple terms what your prediction was? Just, like, phrase it for me. Um, If Atomic Heart is released in 2022, it will breed appropriate competition for Bethesda. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Dope. Dope. All right, boys. Our last prediction yeah. and my last for the night, generally speaking. Um, <clears throat> 2022. Game of the year. Starfield. Yeah, yeah. I agree with I that. So. Uh, now, I, here, now I here's the deal. That. Here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. Um, it's going to be cutting it real fucking Wait, is close. Wait, the, the no, are they eligible with a November 11th release window? They They are. They are because yeah. the 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 cutoff is usually the third Friday. It's usually the third Friday of November. Um, this close. I think I think. Yeah, it's a smidgen. Now, here's the deal. They they sort of just snubbed off Battlefield this year and like every other game that came out that week because they announced the nominees for Game Awards early this year mm-hmm. even though the cutoff was the 17th they released the nominees i believe it was the 14th it's because they knew battlefield was gonna be bad <laughs> <laughs> now here's the like, griff strip. griff in the chat says god of war ragnarok i want it to be god of war ragnarok so 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 bad as someone who just fucking loves that game so damn much i think starfield is gonna be the one to creep up and take it I think I've because because here's the deal, too. I also think God of War Ragnarok is not coming out until after the cutoff date anyways. So I think God of War Ragnarok is going to end up having to compete in game of the year 2023. And so, like, yeah. I think I think Starfield's going to be the one to come in and it, it's it's going to give us fucking three weeks to really impress the world. And people are people are going to eat it up. They're going to fucking eat it up. Um, I have Ernell's no not being biased. He is he is more of a Sony God of War fan. Yeah, than he is I of, personally of a Bethesda, think Starfield. Yeah, fan. yeah. I personally think a, a Sony exclusive is going to win Game of the Year next year. I mean, like, tr- trust me, I want I wanted to. I want it to be Horizon Forbidden West. I really, really do. Um, but it's I don't know. Star Starfield I, is a sleeper, man. Like it's creeping it up. The thing is, it's, though, dude, but if Forspoken actually gets released, I think that's going to be it. 
I don't think so. I don't think I think we're spoken. I don't think so. We're spoken ain't coming out next year, dog. No, 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 it's really I, not. I think it'll come out, but I don't think it, it'll it will be considered for game of the year. But I don't think that type of game will have the uh, as big enough of a like a like a, a, a big following like Starfield will. I think Starfield will be more popular. But 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 it takes two one game of the year this year. But it was also I would consider it takes two to be more popular than Forspoken is going to be because Forspoken okay. ca- kind of hits on a niche, right? It's mm. it's kind of like. I feel like I feel, like it, I feel it like it takes two is more niche than than Forspoken because I feel like Forspoken's gonna it's gonna speak to Final Fantasy fans, Final Fantasy fans, and more specifically like PlayStation first party fans. Like I think that's but, that's really who who it's gonna hit because it's like mm-hmm. nothing about it really says much like translates much differently than Horizon mm-hmm. or God of War. Honestly, I I think, and I've noted this noticed this from the trailer. It seems that some of the NPCs from the trailer might be a little weak, like in story development. You're fucking like weak. That. You know what I'm saying? You're fucking. I'm weak. I'm not saying the main character is, but I'm saying like some of the I'm just, like I'm just the, the villain interactions, <laughs> like just some I'm, of like the villain interactions, and that's that's my just from like the trailers that we've seen. I think that might be the the weak point of the game is some of the NPC characters within it. Just sure. from what I've seen, I could be completely sure. wrong. I'm I'm hype on this game. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna get that shit day one on PC. You know, sure, B- sure. But I I don't see it happening, and I only say that because I've never seen a Final Fantasy game win Game of the Year, and it never will. Exactly, it never will. That's, and this is a Square Enix game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's never gonna happen. It's never like, gonna happen. Like Final Fantasy VII remake didn't even win it. You know what I mean, and that that had and if, so and much. And if hype. one was gonna do it, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that and, that, been it. and like, I'm not trying to discredit you. I'm just trying to give you some logical reasonings that I have. No, for, sure, for sure. It. Yeah, no, that's no, fair. for sure. I understand that. Yeah, you're wrong, but it's fair. Uh. That's fine. <laughs> I could be wrong, and that's tight because that game looks sick. Devin, what's know? our schedule for this week, baby boy? We gotta get um, out of here. You know what is sick? Ocean Shrine Story Time. That's right. That's tomorrow night at seven p.m. Pacific Standard Time and ten p.m. Eastern. My screaming Polynesian right here, and Mel Pearson, Ocean Shrine. He will be playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and then him and I will be able to compare notes with each other because I also started playing. Hey, <laughs> let's go. It's gonna be time. I'm kind of hyped that we're tight. playing this game at the same time right now. It's pretty yeah, sick. I finished that shit ages ago. I, I didn't. I put I, 20 <laughs> hours into it and then I sold my PS4. <laughs> you know when it released seven years ago? It was yeah. tight then too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like just like uh uh I still play Skyrim and that was released 10 years ago. Uh, we don't we don't talk about we don't talk about you playing Thursday at the time. We're doing a shipwreck show live recording now. Ernell, are we doing that here or on Patreon? No, that's specific to our patrons. That is, that is yeah, yeah. until patrons. so. Until, speaking until of which, you can changes. join us at patreon.com <laughs> forward go. slash good dragon show. You. Drop the you, command baby. in the Let's chat. Go. Let's if go. you want to see the redonkulous shit that we talk about and things we say and do to each other, that's the place you want to be. This Thursday, it's my topic, and it always gets a little nutty when i talk about it's gonna things. be about food it's gonna be about, about food. Say, I'm, I'm okay with it being it about is food. not 
it's not going to be, be about food this time, y'all. It's not going to be because because we've already talked about my grilled cheese experience that that, you know, uh, I don't like the way Friday. that sounds out of context. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Friday. We are doing no show because this Friday we are seeing Spider-Man. Let's no go, baby. Let's go, Let's baby. Go. Let's go. And then Saturday. We're doing the GK pod Spider-Man No Way Home review, which we will be joined by it's Xander. And I believe Genesee will be, be coming back. Yeah, on me, me, well. Devin, Genesee and Xander. Uh, and, and by the way, to you guys, that's going to be entirely spoiler free. We're not going to be doing any spoilers for that. Uh, which means Spider-Man. it's going to be a short show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. We'll, 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 we'll have some good conversation. We're just going to have to be disciplined about it. Uh, but yeah, spoiler free. Yeah. Come, come in on. Oh yeah. my God. I'm so excited, dude. I'm so excited. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, though, please let us know what your gaming predictions are in the comments. Hit us up, message us, go to our YouTube, like that bell, leave a comment. Let us know. Um, so this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv forward slash Good Kraken Show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Good Kraken Show where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the seven seas. Yark. Thanks. Got you, baby. I got you. You can support us by going to our YouTube channel, (laughs) clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken Explanation Point and leaving a review there. We do not have a post show to go record right now. But until next time, Stay pres out, y'all. Stay pres out. I cannot believe Devin hates the division two. <laughs>